0: of common sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson
1: okay so we don't have enough claims of overt racism we've got to look for veiled racism have you thought about that how many times you hear microaggressions we're at microaggressions shouldn't we be celebrating if we're at a point of microaggressions in the world in other words If our lives are so good that we can spend time concerning ourselves, finding little bits of, wait a minute, is that a dog whistle? I think that was racism. Let's study it and try to figure out if it was racism. See, if someone says, let's go get that black guy and lynch him because he's black, that's racism. It's pretty obvious. You see somebody hanging from a noose. You see a guy in a pointy white hat, some jackass out in the middle of the woods with other people in pointy white hats. Uh, Racism. Pretty obvious, right? Our lives are so good that now we have to try to squirrel out what is racism. Our lives are so good that we have to look for microaggressions. See, in 1941, December, people are going about their Sunday morning and... Bombers attacked Pearl Harbor. Macro aggression. Pretty horrible, right? Americans dying. The beginning of war. Ba-ba! Macro aggression on the top level. September 11th, 2001. People hijacked planes, flew them into buildings. Macro aggression. Ta-da! Do you remember how horrible that was? Yeah. We are so wonderful right now. Our lives are so good that we don't have to worry about macro aggressions okay they're all done because people are saying we need to worry about micro let's find those little small things chris i know this isn't a big deal it's a very small deal but i'm still going to spend a lot of time talking to you about it this microaggression i mean a lot of time we need to spend time talking about this we need to belabor this over and over because it's a it's a microaggression isn't that pretty wonderful if we're at that point yes okay i'm just And the same thing with racism, certainly with racism. Now we have to try to figure out what is racism. You know, it's uh, institutionalized racism. You don't even realize it, doc. It's all around. What? What? Well, you're white privilege. It's, it's blinding you from all of this institutionalized racism. You mean I haven't seen people being beaten and lynched in the streets recently? Well, no, that's not the institution. It's subtle. It's subtle racism. I got to be honest, I'm not, uh, I'm not a minority, but if there's anything subtle in my life, any subtle offenses, I'm a lot better with that than the obvious and overt problems in my life. If you're going to be a jerk to me, please, by all means, just be a little micro, just a little small bit of a jerk versus you being a really big jerk to me. If you want to harm me, would you do me the favor of just, just a little bit? Versus a big one. I mean, if I have to be harmed if by you, you I want just a little micro harm. Do. Just okay. the smallest, okay. the most infinitesimal, just look. Versus a really big yeah. out. Can you yeah. do that? I would okay, definitely good. do that. I bring that up because this seems to be where we are right now. There's the I'm offended by crowd. It doesn't matter. I'm just offended. You got that. You've got the aha crowd. You got that, where people have to constantly try in the court of public opinion. Aha! And then you've got the, I've got to try to figure out if uh, what you meant by that. Well, I, it's pretty obvious, why don't you just ask me? And then I'll tell you, no, I'm not going to believe it when you offer me an explanation. Case in point, a gentleman who is running for governor of Florida. On Tuesday, Ron DeSantis ran for the nominee and got the Republican nominee for governor of the state of Florida. Yes. His opponent is the mayor of Tallahassee. Now I don't live in Florida. I'm not real familiar with Ron DeSantis or Andrew Gillum. I'm not uh, only from far away watching the election unfold. Steve, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis was on uh, Fox and discussing the election or his election victory in the primary. And the said Democrats something. have to this. The, sorry about that. The um. apparently he said something that was a little bit triggering and I didn't even realize it. I'd seen these clips. I'm not even paying attention. And that's because I, aha, there's something. Let me see what you mean by that. I got to squirrel out some little bit of offense here. What did you mean? And then I saw the social media post. A guy named Steve Morris at media matters said, uh, <laughs> Ron DeSantis just said Florida shouldn't, quote, monkey this up by electing Andrew Gillum. Oh. Andrew Gillum happens to be black. Oh. And we know the old stereotype from many, many years ago with uh, people referring to black people as monkeys. And as we have talked about before, it's ridiculous. There are plenty of white people. George W. Bush, I think, looked like a monkey. Of course, people got in trouble saying President Obama looked like a monkey. But... That is unacceptable, but you can say George W. Bush is. It's just, it's just stupid. Why? Well, because we know what you meant by that. We really. Why don't you ask Ron DeSantis?
2: Yes. Why, why don't you say did you did you mean that? Well, let's hear the clip first of all. Here we go. Florida elections are always competitive, and um, you know this is a guy who, although he's much too too liberal for Florida, I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee. Uh, you know he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And you know I watched those Democrat debates; none of that was, was my cup of tea. But I mean he performed better than the other people there. So so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state that is not going to work that's not going to be good for florida and he's a black guy you,
1: you cut off the tape where he just screamed the no, n-word no a,
3: he, no, he didn't
1: monkey this up because the word monkey was used apparently he meant black people it's a dog whistle chris yeah. it's a dog whistle unbelievable again because that's where we're at we 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 want to make sure we're not smart enough ourselves no. as racist yes. to go, you know, I may vote for that uh, Andrew Gillum. You know he's black, right? Oh! Yeah, he's black. Ah! You didn't notice? No. Yeah, he's, he's black. He's I like, don't want to monkey this around. See, if I didn't notice he was black already, that means I'm not a racist. I don't know. You <laughs> see... Wow. Mind blown. Right. Hold on. Say that one think, more time. Think about, think about They keep saying dog whistle, yes. right? Yes. It's a dog whistle so you know not to vote for him. Yes. A dog whistle about what? Racism. Okay. It's a racist. it's hidden code. See, okay. we racists on the right, apparently, mm-hmm. speak in code to other racists. Uh, we can't come out and say, don't vote for the black guy. Hmm. We can't say that. Because then we'll be called racist. So we have to come out and use these dog whistles that secretly say, don't vote for the black guy. But if the other people that we're talking to were truly racist, wouldn't they already know? I ain't voting for the black guy. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Why in the hell would we need dog whistles if we're all already racist? Why would we need code? Uh, The guy's wearing it around. It's his skin. He's black. You know what? I was considering voting for the black guy as a noted racist. I was considering that until I heard that dog whistle reminding me he's black. This makes no sense. You don't need code for this stuff. He's black. Racists have already figured that out. What you you have to get the, the approval from the other racists out there. Then, I don't want to be a racist. I don't. But I have to listen to Chris, who's a racist, giving me racist dogs. <laughs> this is nonsensical. <laughs> and monkey this up. Is this a racist dog whistle? Did, no. did he mean something racist? No. Okay. Uh, do we have the clip we just sent? Uh, Kirk? Kirk, do we have a We piece just sent you a, like, a piece of audio I wanted. Do we have yeah. that, Kirk? Not, Not yet. yet. Uh, Not close, yet. though. Ten seconds. Okay. Um, have you ever used the term monkey this up? Uh, no. I've heard mess. I, I've used. I've mess heard people use it. Right. I've, I've heard monkey around. Yes. I use monkey around to my kids, but other people apparently say monkey this up at times. I've heard throw a monkey wrench in the works. I've heard I just know. throw a wrench in the works as well, but I've said, quit monkeying around, quit screwing around. Mm-hmm. A, but I've heard it used. Uh, certain people use certain things, you know, they throw back your, your parents say him. Uh, we've heard people say things like, uh, uh, that guy gypped that guy. Oh, that's it means gypsy. One. Yeah. I never knew. I'd heard that. I didn't know. I maybe. knew other ones were racist if you said things. I didn't know the, the history of that. Mm-hmm. So even if monkey this up is somehow racist, like back in the day, it was drawn originally mm-hmm. on racism. They're like, ah, black people will call them monkeys and will say, if you screw something up, you monkey it up. Yeah. Maybe that's the history. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't history know of it if a history. Is. All I know is throughout my life, people did not use this in any way. To meet a racist term. Most people did not. And um, we have some proof of that. I take you now to September 3rd, 2008. A gentleman was speaking in New Philadelphia, Ohio at the Kent State University branch. Here we go to the clip.
3: I would just like to know what you can say to reassure us that this election will not be rigged or stolen.
4: Well...
2: Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines.
1: Um, but, but look, I come from Chicago, so, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes oh. Democrats have too. You know, whenever people are in power, Okay, you do, know, do they you recognize a- that voice, Yes,
3: Chris? I do recognize that voice. That is uh, President Barack Obama doing yes. his campaign trail.
1: When he was running, when he was then Senator Obama, yes. uh, running and saying, uh, people, uh, monkey around. Monkey around. He didn't say monkey this up.
3: No, he did But he did
1: say monkey around.
3: He did say monkey around, Yeah.
1: Uh, so people use this, unless he's allowed to use it. Oh. Is that what you're telling me? It's racist, but he's allowed to use it? Is that where we're at? I forgot his skin color. He's not a rapper, but he still may get a pass. Yes. Is that...
3: He get a pass because he's black.
1: So all of this unfolded last night, and I just, it's so stupid. Stop trying to find reasons to be offended. I get some of this is just election stuff. Yeah. Some of this is like, oh, we can, we can use this to nail him. But you've got to understand, when you do this stuff, you're also talking to a lot of people mm-hmm. who are going to believe this nonsense. They're going to, and they're trying to find other ways to be offended. I don't know why we would want this today. I don't know why we're looking for racist dog whistles and hidden messages. How about we move to a place where you go to Ron DeSantis and say, Ron, um, people are saying monkey this up when you said that. That was a racist dog whistle. Which, by the way, dog whistles is kind of silly anyways, because only dogs can hear those whistles. But I I get the point. Anyway, uh, were you being racist and if he's like, yeah, yeah, I was. I'm, I'm being racist there. We say, oh, Ron's a racist. So factor that in when you want to vote. Maybe hey, maybe you still want him because you like racists. That's cool. That's also your privilege in America. You, you get to do that. It's not nice. I don't like it. But that still is your right. And if he says, uh, no, no, I wasn't. We say, oh, okay. <clears throat> Ron, Ron wasn't being a racist. He's not a racist. And unless you can prove it. With other factual information, obvious factual information, maybe we just move on. (laughs) How about about that? Yeah, that's not going (gasps) to happen, Doc. It's not. But this is where we should be. This is it. Again, why are you trying to build a case against somebody for something so heinous? You don't. I mean, honestly, you think this guy is wandering around. Why would he go on TV and say this? See, they came up with the whole concept of racist dog whistle. Because to, to defeat that that objection where you're like, why would Ron say this on TV? It's only two answers they come up with. He slipped up. He's so used to saying this racist term. He didn't slip by saying something more uh, obnoxious or offensive. He slipped on monkey this up. Okay. So uh, the other is dog whistle. He's signaling people. But again, if you're a racist, you don't need to signal them. Mm -hmm. They're already on board. You don't have to send them a, a memo saying, don't vote for the black guy. They're already a racist. They can already see he's black. They're good.
3: Maybe Stop. he's just a bad racist.
1: Hmm? Maybe he's a bad racist. As opposed to the good ones?
3: Yes. Like he doesn't know like. Oh, oh he's bad at execution. At he's bad at oh, keeping himself
1: keep it, keep it secret. that He's, he's a, a dumb racist. Yeah. Poor oh, exit.
3: There we go. Is that he's what it is? He's a dumb racist.
1: Unlike the smart ones. Yes. That still doesn't work. Either. No? I know what you mean though. You mean he's bad at performing. Okay. He, yeah, he forgets.
3: Like, oh, I'm. Do this. I'm uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm, I'm on camera. To, shouldn't do, do this. Yes. Whatever.
1: What is your? What's your end game in this? What's, what's your end game? So you go. Okay. Not get him in power. Not get him in power. Um, great. Do you realize what you've done along the way? Can't say monkey this up. <laughs> oh, they can't. Oh no. But, but do you see, do you see what's going on? Yeah. You people on the left that claim to also love freedom in your own ways, because stay out of my vagina, stay out of my bedroom, stay out of all of those things, right? Okay, fine. All this does is have people end up in your vagina or your bedroom or whatever. That's what this road is on. Because you're saying, here's the new speak. You can't say these words. You're using these things for temporary gain that is going to come back and punish you in ways you cannot even imagine. You are, you are doing far more damage than good here. You're not changing hearts and minds. You don't do that. You give Ron a pass and say, listen, people, I know that when you say stuff like this, you're not really being racist. But they can't give up that little instant gratification of, oh, I stuck it to that person. And then, did you see the comments about Steve Morris who posted this? No. So Steve Morris from Media Matter yes. put this uh, Ron DeSantis just said Florida shouldn't yes. monkey this up by electing Andrew Gillum. Then people commented on that. And I have another clip I want to play. Robert Aram Ferdman from Vice. I think he may even does some stuff for okay. HBO. was yeah. on his bio. Okay. He put, in response to this, remember earlier this summer when someone went on Fox News and told Joel Payne, a Democratic strategist who happens to be black, that he was, quote, out of his cotton-picking mind? Well, that was David Bossy, who is a member of Ron DeSantis' national finance team. Oh, come on. So they're building a case against Ron DeSantis (laughs) over something he didn't even say for somebody that works for him. Again, Chris is on this program. If tomorrow he goes out and steals a Clark bar from 7-Eleven, somehow I'm a thief then. Yes. Because I've employed the thief. Is that the standard you want? You're going to have to answer for the crimes of anybody who likes you. Because that's really what's going on here. I, by the way, have that clip. Listen,
5: bro, talking, that liberal bro. Michael Hayden. Yeah, look,
2: that, that look, screaming liberal your, Michael you're, Hayden. You're out of your cotton-picking mind. Cotton-picking mind. Brother, you brother. Let me tell you, you something. Guys, you guys tell you something. I
1: got some relatives this who is, can pick this cotton. Okay, and I'm not going to allow you to attack wanna, me like you, that you, on TV. I'm not out of my cotton-picking mind. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Okay. By the way, when they when that happened. It Mm -hmm. was a 10-minute interview between them and whoever the host was on Fox & Friends. They were going back and forth. They were on in response to stuff like this. Mm -hmm. They were on in response to people with the racist code words and people saying Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And they gave three or four examples. And the guy who said Cotton Pig in Mind, this uh, David Bossy, was so frustrated. He was just like, you know what? Seriously, this person said that and this person said that. Come on. You're, if you think this is race, you're out of your cotton-picking mind. This is cotton boop boop and they started their, the whole new one of these while trying to talk about the old ones. <clears throat> wow. Cotton-picking mind. You know, when I thought about this, I was like, okay, so they're talking about people who are cotton-pickers. I've said that my whole life. My mom said it. My parents said it growing up. Just, calm, you heard that. You're out of your cotton-picking mind. I didn't even know what that meant. Is it based in racism? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe cotton-pickers were all dumb, regardless of race. Maybe they were insane. Maybe I don't know the history. Maybe it was. But in my lifetime, in modern time, it is not racism. Mm -mm. So stop trying to go back to the original. It was offensive just so you can end up with political gain. How about a a little nobility in the world, a little maturity, a little honesty, a little respect for your fellow human and say, you know what, I know you probably didn't mean that. So therefore, I'm just not even going to be bothered. I'm not going to give you a pass on it. I'm not going to not be offended because I know you probably I'm just truly not going to let it even enter my little my my little brain. Yeah. Perhaps we just move on. <laughs> the
0: Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the morning blaze with doc Thompson on the blaze radio network.
1: Okay. It's so frustrating. I just don't realize how much damage you're doing. And I think we're all getting tired of this stuff.
6: I you think know, aren't, we are. aren't you
1: tired of playing the game back and forth on that stuff? I mean, you always had a little bit of this stuff, but now that's, that's like every day. This is the sport.
3: And aren't we're supposed to move forward. How is this moving forward? Oh,
1: you're right. The the, the left, the they're pro, they're progressives. The pro, they're why, progressing. Why they they want to progress. You're progress. just stuck in your old ways.
3: Okay, um, isn't this being stuck in the old ways? Monkey this up. All oh, racist. How is the,
1: that? The 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 best ever. I think uh, claim of racism, or in the top couple that have to do with monkey, mm-hmm. ever the most ridiculous was that uh, weekend getaway for the college kids. It was a long weekend, mm-hmm. some group of college kids, and somebody ate a banana and threw the yes. banana over their shoulder, and it hit like a tree limb outside of some dormitories they were staying in. Yeah, I remember Another that. kid comes out later, sees an old banana peel, lay in there, and wigs out that this is obviously some sort of racism, racism. directed at them. Come on, It man. wasn't on their doorstep. No. If it had been on their doorstep- I would have given it to them. I would have given I wouldn't even give them that. If, I would have given to them. If it was a full banana laid in front of their door by themselves. you know what I would say? Someone dropped a banana. Mm, banana. That sucks because now I get a banana. It's a banana.
2: banana. <laughs>
1: right. If, if every day, two, three days in a row you have a banana, you're like, someone's effing with me with the bananas. And then I would start saying, what's the joke with the banana? <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, it is so far removed because it's not even monkey. It's like, okay. It's um, food. Here it is. I'm going to put the word bunch okay. out in front of your house okay? because bananas grow in bunches. Oh, they do. I and monkeys eat bananas. Oh. And Uh-oh. and people call black people monkeys as racism. And you're, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put the word lunch out in front of your door because lunch rhymes with bunch and bananas grow in bunches and, and monkeys, monkeys eat, banan- eat bananas. I mean, yeah. Seriously. This By is like bunches. six degrees of racism is what we're at here.
3: Yeah, just like the stupid uh, secret, secondhand, thirdhand, fifthhand. This is it.
1: It's the sixth degree of racism is what we play in this country now. Just for, it starts half the people, political gain, and the other half because they're trying to punish people because they have nothing else going on in their lives. Their lives are so pathetic and small that they got to get something to make themselves feel better, that little bit of power. I go through my day without any power, and I feel my boss kicks me around and this, that, and the other. Well, now I can claim racism or I'm offended by something about gender, and I can just start screaming and yelling. And guess what? Everybody stops and listens. I get some tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. If you don't want to stop and listen, then go ahead. Leave that wax buildup in your ear. Then you won't be able to hear. You're just like, nope, can't hear it. Sorry. But if you do want to actually get along in society and hear things, maybe important instructions, hear things that you're supposed to hear or need to hear, then you want to clean that earwax out with the WaxRx system, available at usewaxrx.com. It's a three-step system. The first step is you put the eardrops in there. This all comes in the little kit Put the eardrops in your ear. It softens everything up in there. And then the specially doctor designed pump mm. to flush it out safely and effectively with the perfect amount of pressure. And then the third step is the pH balance rinse. It all comes in a little kit shipped to your door with free shipping if you use the promo code radio. It's called WaxRx. Go to usewaxrx.com and order it today. Again, usewaxrx.com, promo code radio.
3: Seven English saying Harambe was just monkeying around. What happened to him?
1: Yep. There it is. You're right, Stephen. You're right. Done. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> love the blah, <love. laughs> blah. Liberals
3: are all... You no, know, liberals get all their dog whistles saying from Looney Tunes.
1: From Looney Tunes. <laughs> and this time we didn't forget
2: the gravy.
3: <laughs> Speaking of Doug saying, just so you know, Doug, the vast, vast majority of slaves um, performed in the United States were cotton, So it is absolutely was built over racial tones.
1: The, uh, the cotton, cotton picking pick mine? It may be. It may Dude, absolutely be. I didn't know be. that. I didn't even realize up until like the last year or somebody said somebody like that. Somebody claimed this was racism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cotton. Okay, maybe it has a history, but that's not how I or anybody I know have used it. Therefore, it's not racist when we use it that way.
0: This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with
1: Doc Thompson. It must be the spirit in which it's intended. For example, Doc Thompson busts out the N-word. That's going to be a problem. A rapper busts out the N-word. Is it automatically a problem? No. No. There are some people, even within the black community, that will still find that troubling or do not like when rappers use it. Yes. But is it still to the same level? Even if they don't like it when a rapper uses it versus Doc Thompson uses it? No, it's still going to be worse for me. Yes, yes, yes. So it has to be the spirit in which it's intended. In other words, it has to be what I'm trying to accomplish. Therefore, the decision to be offended or not must be on the person. The onus must be on the person who is potentially offended. Chris, if I smack you in the face today. Okay. You're probably going to be ticked off. I will be ticked off. Okay. You're probably going to be a little less ticked off if it was an accident. I tripped and I fell on the way down. I smacked you on the face. You may not still be happy about it, but it's going to be a different level of offense. You're going to say, oh, doc, it was an accident. He didn't mean to. It's the intent. For example, here we go. I'm handing Chris a note right now. Open up this little note that I passed to you. Okay. What's it say? Nothing. It says nothing. So I passed you a note that said nothing. Are you offended? No. No. I was just passing you a random note. I passed you another note. You open it up and it says, what's it say?
3: Plantain eater.
1: Plantain eater, right? Submission point. Yes. So you yelled it at me. Yes, plantain eater. Okay. So was the act of passing you a note offensive? No. Because the note may not have anything offensive. You have to decide what was the intent obvious or a little more obvious if i put plantain eater on it i'm making fun of me i'm something going on there right yes then you even have to go what does he mean by plantain eater was it for the purpose of the show was it a joke was it a gag was he making some other point or was he just trying to screw with me (laughs) and you know the truth you're trying to screw with me exactly thank you so you have to look at what the person's intent is if For decades, people have used this old term. Let's just go ahead and say it was racist. That was the the history of it. Cotton pick in mine. If for decades people have not intended that, that didn't even know it, can it be racist? Mm. Well, the person you used it to knew. Yes. But I don't know what they know. You may have some secret code with a friend going up that if I use the word navel orange, it means were at nuclear war yeah i don't know (laughs) and i use that hey can you get some naval oranges oh it's nuclear war dog whistle right it's not a dog whistle if i don't intend it to be no
3: and i think that's one thing we miss is one give a chance a person of okay oh okay hold on
1: let me think this through
3: was he being Mm -hmm. racist he was on national television dog whistle And was he really giving a dog with, is he that of a dumb racist that needs to keep his racism under covers? Oh my God, he's a dog. What, what did he say? Come on people.
1: If you are willing to march in a parade, to support your white supremacy. You're not really concerned with hiding no, your races. No, you're not. And we've learned, Doc, we've learned in the last, what, two
3: years that this white supremacist, they're proud to be white supremacist.
1: They are, they absolutely Just are. Just the
3: same way that Antifa is proud of being an Antifa person. There it is.
1: So like, do you really think they're going to hide this? Come on. On the heels of that, did you see the PETA story about the animal crackers? Uh,
3: I don't even want to talk about it because it's, it's,
1: it's, it's ridiculous. Okay. It's stupid. I almost never reference PETA. No. I had in years past when PETA was a little newer, but I don't now, I will make a passing reference now and then like, oh, those nuts at PETA. But I don't, I don't share their, their, the stories about them where they're out doing certain things because PETA is the Westboro Baptist church of, of uh, political organizations or special interest groups. By that wow. I mean they do things to simply get attention. Even they know it's crazy. There may be some little, they're Alex Jones. Yes. They. <clears throat> there is some nugget, just a little bit, to base whatever they're doing on. Just a sliver of truth that they build some grand cathedral of, of nuttiness upon. And uh, look at Alex Jones. he take one little bit of truth that's interesting and build this grand conspiracy theory. The Westboro Baptist Church does and says these outrageous things. God hates fags. And protests soldiers' funerals. What, what? the hell? How are those things? Th- you think about this. <clears throat> they would go to soldiers' funerals yes. and say, God hates fags. Yes. If they said, God hates soldiers. Makes sense. There's at least some sense there. Yes. It's still outrageous, and you still shouldn't be protesting at a funeral. But what do those things have to do with each other? Nothing except it triggers people. That's all they're trying to do. Westboro Baptist Church did, so somebody would hopefully infringe their First Amendment rights, and they could sue. And... To build up their name so some nutcases around the country would join them and they would get power and money based on it. That's what Alex Jones does and that's what PETA has done. Having uh, you know naked women but with fur on out in cages out in front of buildings, all this nutty crap they've done. So I usually don't give them a whole lot of publicity. But when this story came up a couple of days ago and I just passed on it because it was PETA, Another story popped up behind it oh, okay. that has to tie into it. So I have to tell at least a little bit of the okay. original story. PETA lobbied the parent company of Nabisco to change the design of the animal crackers box. Are animal crackers actually animal, Chris? Last time I checked, no. I don't think there's any animal in them. I don't even think they've put any lard or anything in them that is based on an animal <laughs> you know, product. We've
3: learned McDonald's was never <laughs> using real chicken for the longest time, so I do not know
1: yes exactly so yeah I don't believe so I don't believe so either but there are pictures of animals in the box and this was like a circus themed box remember with the little string to carry it and the animal were in like the little cages that go by you know as part of a parade they lobbied that to get it changed because and here's the quote as part of the lobbying effort ready I'm ready No living being exists simply to be a spectacle or to perform tricks for human entertainment. Yet all circuses and traveling shows that use animals treat them as mere props, denying them everything that's natural and important to them. They're not for our amusement, Chris. They're not just props.
3: It's a cracker. It's By the way, drawing.
1: animals are absolutely here to serve at my pleasure.
3: Yes. <clears throat> Someone in Leviticus that says that.
1: I think so. It's a little later. It's a yes. little later in. I, I'm not kidding. Uh, you may love animals. You may hate them. You may support PETA. You may think they're nuts. I do not care. Mm-hmm. We can have a difference of opinion. You can, that is fine. We could coexist here. But I want you to know, Doc Thompson's mantra, a core founding principle is, Plants, animals, all that exists is here to serve at my pleasure. Whatever I want. I want to eat one of them. I'm going to eat one of the yes. pigs. I'm going to yes. do it. Um, I need you to uh, pull something heavy. You're going to pull, gonna something, pull heavy. something heavy. That's it. Sorry. That is why they are here. That donkey. We there have reason. dominion over the animals and the earth. This is how it is.
3: Now, we respect them because I know if I gra- go into the, in the, in the ocean, that shark is going to eat me. Yes. If I go into the forest, that bear might just. Devour
1: me. I think it's silly to hunt things to, extir- uh, to extinction, yes. to uh, to waste anything. Yes, I don't want to see animals Poaching, abused. No, I just I think that's that shows a certain heartlessness. Yes, I, I, I don't but, like that. But they're here to serve. Yes. And by the way, if if, if if an animal has to suffer to save a human, they're the going to do it. If an animal has to run in to save a, a, a human in a burning building so the human can get out and the animal's going to yes. die, done. If a thousand have to. That's what's going to happen. Yes. If, if 10,000 animals have to die on the slight possibility that a human will be saved, Bye. you got to do it. Sorry, this is how I feel. And that's fine if we have a difference of opinion. But <clears throat> PETA successfully lobbied. So they've changed the box and they've gotten rid of the bars. So the animals are now all standing side by side. Okay. You know coexisting oh it's the lion standing next to the, zebra. to the zebra and the giraffe and the giraffe because human beings are so horrible to yes. put them in cages yes you want to actually put them together you want to desegregate them in the cages all right it doesn't work
3: in the world like that I
1: wonder how the zebra feels about that i think the zebra is like whoa 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 there buddy that's right no, okay, I'm, I'm cool with being in a cage. No. Cool, right over. Just please, keep that lying away. Please bring me back. Okay, now, that's the basic silly story. Mm-hmm. And again, PETA only did this or primarily did this to get attention because yes. people would go, come on, this is ridiculous. Everyone knows it's ridiculous, but it gets their name out there. Mm-hmm. Why I usually avoid it. But there's a greater story. Okay. The <coughs> follow-up to this is, a woman wrote a lengthy piece about this. Of course she did. Link, Chris, look at this. This is not even all of it. Look. Oh, too many words. So, look at this. Keeps going. No, right? too okay. many words. I'm only going to share a little, couple little pieces. Oh, uh, thank God. She writes, Though the change is symbolic, it stirs up some mixed feelings for me, ethics-wise, as well as personally, because the designer of the previous box was my great-grandfather's brother.
4: Wow.
1: So she's saying <clears throat> this is a relative of mine mm-hmm. who designed the box and she wants to defend mm-hmm. that her great grandfather's brother, great, great uncle, whatever he is, was not a race, anti-animal. I mean, oh, no, yeah, Sorry, <clears throat> wrong story. She she mentions how, you know, he loved animals and this was for children. It was mm. a great design. She goes on and talks at length about all of his other design projects. Like he came up with the name for Ritz Cracker. Ooh. And it was during the uh, depression. So So it seemed kind of upscale and all of this. And she's like, it was a different time. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't do it because he was anti-animal. People had a different understanding of animals and he just really wanted to give children something to feel good about. That's the reason it has the string. Oh, so so they could carry it and, or they could use it as an ornament on a tree. oh that's pretty cool or or ornament other places but this is it and i was like wow that's awesome she goes on to say swapping the art on the box now remember she's defended him this whole time yes swapping the art on the box doesn't address the real issues peter raises
3: what are the real issues
1: but it does do a disservice to my uncle's art and legacy. Again, defending. Yes. But wait a minute, Peter does but have PETA a point. Peter does
3: have a point. Yes.
1: The new art design doesn't address any of the underlying issues about ethics, exploitation, and corporate greed. Hold on.
3: The animal cracker box.
1: Yeah. Has ethics. all that lack of ethics, exploitation, corporate, corporate greed. greed. Uh huh. Uh huh.
3: Okay, you, I feel like you're you. You gonna... think it
1: does? No. All right. She said the symbolic significance of changing the animal crackers box design does little to dismantle the elements of capitalism that exploit animals, people, and the environment. When art and advertising bears the burden for corporate malpractice, the people involved in these changes get to feel good, but other mechanisms continue to thrive under the under the surface. What? <clears throat> that... It's not, Chris, it's not the box. It's not the art. That's not it. Okay. By changing that, people get to say, we did something good here. Okay. But they really didn't get to the the big problems. Which is whatever she just explained. Exactly. The lack of ethics, exploitation, and corporate greed. And she goes on to say, for example, before the she stepped down, the previous CEO of the parent company okay. that owns Nabisco. Yeah. Irene Rosenfeld mm-hmm. was making 402 times more than the company's median worker.
3: Well, she was she made a
1: smart... she made 17.11 million dollars wow. to the median of 42,893. So let's round up to 43,000. She made 17 million. The median wage that the parent company the parent company yeah the people made 43,000. And then she follows it up in parentheses. Which to, which, to reiterate, is not the company's lowest salary. Yeah, because that's the median. She made 402 times, 70 more than the middle, the median. She was... Now you understand the corporate greed. She said this level of corporate greed cannot be fixed with a new box design. There... If... What's, what's the matter? What? There... the the box change has nothing to do with this you idiot yes that's what she's saying stop stop attacking her great uncle stop attacking him chris and do something real don't change the box design that's fine get to the real problem this company is greedy they're capitalists chris how is is changing the box going to change that it's not going to yes that's the problem no but here's the thing if it wasn't for this <laughs> corporate greed,
3: that $43,000 average would have not been there. What's that? I'm sorry. That $43,000 average would have yes, not been they'd there. they'd all be making millions. Nope, they will be making zero. What do, you, what do you mean? Because the company will go under oh. and there's no more crackers
1: to make. They'd get a job at another company if nope, not for capital. Because Ooh. you will do the exact same thing. Which is why we need socialism where everybody lives wonderfully. Nope, it's uh, perfect.
3: Venezuela.
1: Oh, well, there's that. Hmm. And Venezuela, they don't have animal crackers. They don't have this problem.
3: They don't even have real animals, Doc Thompson. (laughs) They ate the animals that were
1: in the cages in zoos because there's no money and there's no job and there's no food. She says this level of corporate greed cannot be fixed with a new box design, but if they're are ways to use public financing artworks to change this conversation. It seems like this parent company is willing to do that. They're they're kind of willing to listen. She closes by saying, I don't believe that what PETA's Animal Cracker Box campaign has done is censorship. Okay. She said, but I do believe it places an unfair burden on an artist's contribution without addressing any deeper ethical issues in play. So yeah. what she's saying here is, I'm going to go ahead and defend my family's legacy. I'm going to defend it, even though I know this is a problem. And I'm going to go, you don't have to fight this battle. The guy's been dead since 1989. But there's deeper ethical issues at play, Chris. (laughs) And she closes by saying society is set up so that we have to make small ethical choices because the biggest ones are too hard to tackle. Now my uncle's art has become a part of this cycle. (laughs) See, Chris, Big ethical changes are too hard to tackle. Mm. So we have to make small ones.
3: Unbelievable.
1: So there you go. That's uh so when you you see the little PETA box, PETA got it wrong. PETA Did got they? it wrong. Did they? They they should be doing far more to smash the corporate greed that is capitalism.
3: Oh, this because of a we forgotten the the cracker. They're just cookies. They're just delicious
1: animal cookies. We, uh hold it right there. And that's the bigger problem. What's the bigger problem? They are not delicious cookies.
3: They are delicious.
1: No, animal crackers suck.
3: No, they don't. Animal
1: crackers are horrible. They're not. They're like cardboard. They're barely sweet. Add a little bit of sugar. How about that? No. How about a little more sugar, a little frosting, a little chocolate or something? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and defer to Kirk Jones. He's the ultimate authority here. They're terrible. Thank you. Of course terrible. he's going no. He's going to
3: side with. Okay. That's like me saying, Mordecai, come in here. I'm him in, sure, in here. Let's go. Okay. Mordecai. Mordecai. Mordecai, get over bring here. Let's you bring him just in know and what decide they are. whether
1: or not. Yeah. I'm not even sure he knows what they are. Yeah. I mean, do they make them in Mexico? <laughs> they are made in Mexico. They're okay. Exported. Sit down here. Turn on the other All mic. Right. You're going to sit down here. We are deferring to you now. Animal crackers. The original in the box. Are those good or bad? Uh, the original in the box? The little animal crackers that come in the circus box, a little string, good or bad? <laughs> uh,
0: Is Cruz just shaking oh, his head? Oh, yeah, 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 they're good.
7: No, no.
1: See? <laughs> he he likes rap music.
7: <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay.
1: And if I at, agreed with you, what, what, was the other, what was the other thing in here that you liked the other day that's horrible? Oh! Those veggie straws. Yeah. Oh, really. he was you having more of those okay. veggie straws
3: are
0: they're good. delicious. They, no. no on stop on that. Veggie, straws, veggie straws
1: are tolerable. But in the world, Kirk, our veggie oh, straws good? are terrible. It's Thank like, it's you. air. Dude, it's, it's, it's eating air. air. It's yeah. like they, they've taken cardboard and blown air into it.
3: No, unbelievable, guys. No, you guys have
1: zero taste. No. Okay, really? I'm just gonna move on
3: here. Really, come from the whack mighty for your face over here that drinks cold coffee every single morning. Yes, it's yeah. good. Your butt tastes are better yeah, than sorry, mine. I, I okay, gotta, I gotta I'm the though. exotic one. You're the white. I think white we got a millennial blend.
1: problem here. Is what this is.
0: <laughs> the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. The morning blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Okay, so yeah. Uh, by the way, I need I need to. Should I put that as an official poll? Which one? The cracker one? Yeah. No, no. Well, the cracker two. Then what? I know the veggie straws. Oh, I'll the take the straws. I'll take the animal crackers over those stupid veggie sticks. They're not, they're not actually, horrible. it's not like if I eat those stupid little veggie straw, you know, what I'm talking about the potato chips that are like, Hey, Mordecai, bring me a, bring me a super bag. Yeah. Bring a bag in here. I think there's some down the hall too. Um, in the little commissary area, the vending machines. It's not like, I think they're bad. It's not like dog. It's not like eating rocks and crushed up glass or something. It's not like that, but they're not good. No. And I mean, yes. You, you think they're good? Yes, they are. Okay. Doritos or veggie straws okay oh, you can't do that doc yes I can no you cannot why can I not
3: because that makes no sense but I'll take Doritos over the veggie straws
1: yeah garden veggie straws zesty ranch flavor oh, yeah such a fail I know it's, right they're delicious they're del- you're good are you you're so you're gonna buy these
3: um yes if they're if you're at the store and I'm walking by and I see that flavor I'm buying it
1: see i see those and i go "Ooh, chips now where are good chips
3: Mm. so good
1: so why wouldn't you get chips you like more
3: no i will get the doritos but if this is there of course i'm gonna buy these of course they're delicious
1: Doritos. I mean, if that's your only option for Chip, okay. But if there are other options, and we live in America, there are other options. No, I
3: know there are. And then if you give me that whole scenario, Doritos and Veggie Straws, of course, Doritos. I love Dorito Cheese, Nacho Cheese Doritos.
1: Mordecai said he'd rather have the Veggie Straws. Okay. That's a fail, right? Come it's, on, man. It's a fail, it's yes. a, There it is. It's, give a, fail. It the, it's a fail. It's and a fail. And now that's the guy you're hanging your animal crackers on. Yes, because we both had Animal sit. crackers or Alyssa Milano's? animal crackers 100%. Over Milano's? Wow. Oh, yeah. no. Are no. you That's kidding me? Fail.
7: That's a fail.
3: Even the animal crackers I got the uh the uh comp- like the covered like the frosty the, frosting the pink the icing. That's yes. a different world. Yes, I'm with you is. on those. Yeah. Those are delicious. Now those are fine. That those takes are it up
1: to like another level. That, that's like three or four levels. Because yes. you're but taking it out of the realm. If you give me animal realm.
3: crackers and Milanos, definitely oh. animal crackers.
1: Uh Kirk Jones, animal crackers or Alyssa Milano's?
7: Oh, easily Alyssa Milano's. This, Thank this, you. That's not even a question. It's, it's a got Alyssa
1: chocolate Alyssa on it. it. <laughs> 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 How is that even a question? I feel like this is me going, Chris, I'm gonna go ahead and hit you in the face with a bile a bag of poop. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to bludgeon you with this bag of pig crap. Or I can give you $1,000. <laughs>
3: so you're saying in this scenario, pig crap is animal crackers. Yes. I'm with somebody,
1: how do you even ask that? Of course they're the pig crap no, is the animal no, crackers. No, that's, it's not even a question. I can murder you or I can make you CEO of a Fortune 500 company making $17 million a year. What so, do you want? So in this scenario,
3: murdering me is, is Animal, Animal Crackers. Crackers. Yes. Oh no, come on. no. No.
1: Kirk Jones is right. That guy is a rising star in uh, this world. That's yeah. right. Kirk Jones is girl. on a rocket sled to the yeah. top. You can't stop him, Chris. Learn, that's why he's only, he's only here once a week. You can't stand in his <laughs> way. He's only here once a week. That's
3: the guy you want to I can't take a vacation?
1: He's got oh, bigger fish to fry you. out there. Okay. He's got really big fish to fry. He's yeah. on a rocket sled. You can try to stop him but this kid's going places Chris. Gay he's going guys. places the gay punching guy that's
3: the guy that's you right. want to look out know.
1: i may have to reconsider punching gays now <laughs> okay i'm just saying he's gotten the cookies right he got the veggie straws right i'm just saying i, I just should reevaluate i mean i don't think punching gays is good i mean just for the purpose of their gayness or based on their gayness but wow he's gotten so many things right Uh, I'm just saying, maybe I had to check myself Yes, both of you have to check yourselves That's how uh, joining a cult starts That's how ending (laughs) up with white supremacists Go, well, they get the cookies right So maybe it's okay to lynch people
0: (laughs) The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson Part of the next generation of talk radio This is the Blaze Radio Network the collision of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: All right, lots of people learning lots of things. Uh, by the way, I just had a discussion with Mordecai about the uh, veggie straws again. He did say he likes pita chips a whole lot. Do you like the little crunchy pita chips? I don't know like, what those were. Like, there's a big brand now. named Stacy's, I think. There's other ones, but mm. Stacy's. Mm. So you know what pita is? Yeah, I know what pita okay. is. Yeah. They make those into chips, no. basically. Uh, pita chips are legit. Those are okay. I mean, they're simple flavors, but they're okay. Mm. Yeah, but so he, he brought it back a little bit.
4: Mm.
1: It's it's all about priorities. Okay, which would you rather have? That's all I'm saying. You know. Mm. Okay, let's get some tweets. Grief and sorrow
3: saying animal crackers aren't sweet enough. <clears throat> says Doc. Now I know why Doc is fat.
1: Wow, that's that's really hitting hitting like straight on there. That's. Wow. You say you want it, you know, they're not sweet enough. Okay. Come TJ on.
3: Toppin saying full talk is what the morning blaze does best. Chris, not so much.
1: The, the, the problem with the iced animal crackers, oh, the sweet. iced animal crackers are awesome. I like those. And you got to make sure to flip it the right size. So the sugar sides down, you got to get that right on your yeah, tongue there, right? right? Otherwise it's a bit of fail when you, you got to get a big mouthful of them. Yes. The problem with those though, you're eating pink cookies,
3: pink and white cookies.
1: Oh, you're talking the full chocolate coated ones.
3: They're not chocolate coated.
1: Well, are, there's. Are you talking the ones that the, the stuff goes all the way around them?
3: Yeah.
1: Where it's like they've been chocolate. like they've been dunked. It's like yeah. a white chocolate. It's not chocolate. But the where it's white and then no, I'm talking the ones that are just with the little pink icing on the top. I think there's a different one. Are you talking the one that also has like the little sprinkled dots on them too? Yeah. Yeah. No, those are two different things. <clears throat> oh. Those are good too, but those are no, those are yeah. two covered. Now those animal are two. crackers. Yeah, those are two covered. They're good, though. Those are better. They're too... What? One. They're too covered. There's too much stuff that... on them. <laughs> what? No, so th- these that's ones,
3: impossible,
0: that's Doc. Like,
1: that's like a white chocolate is what that is. And it's it, they're completely dunked and covered. Those are good. And then after the white chocolate, there's like the little dots of pink stuff on them. Yeah. No, I'm talking the ones that come in the bag... Okay, you got the circus cookies that okay. we're talking, Animal Crackers we're talking about come okay. in the box. Yes. Then they come in a bag with the same circus theme, but with like pink frosting on the top. Hmm. Let me see if you got that. Yeah, there it is. That's the one. That's right. I think those are them. Let me see. Click on the picture. Yep. Iced. Iced and Those are the ones, baby. That's perfect.
3: Yep. Oh, no, that's not <clears throat> enough. That's not enough. It's
1: perfect right no, there. It's it awesome. Not. What other tweets you got there?
3: The Steve 42 saying, even the people in Venezuela won't eat veggie straws.
1: Thank you. That's right. They're like, sorry. It's like, we're literally starving. But uh, what, do you, what do you got? What do you got? No, I'll just eat these twigs and leaves. <laughs> uh, we got a question. By the way, um, which I'm pretty sure that's what veggie straws are made out of.
3: Larky Farkin asking a question. You can't beat good jalapeno keto potato chips. Jalapeno what? Keto potato chips. Kato. Keto? Kettle.
1: Oh, kettle. Oh, yes. Kettle chips are it. Got to get some form of kettle chip. That's legit. That's it. And the best ones are the ones where you get a couple of them stuck together or one oh, folded and over. Oh, you get that
3: crunch. Oh,
1: business idea. I cannot be alone in liking the ones that are stuck together or folded over. We make folded over kettle chips. <laughs> so the whole bag are ones that are folded over or double. See, my wife likes the thinner. Mm. so we don't have to fight over them mm-hmm. so she hands me the double and whatever and i hand her the thin ones
3: mm. now this is very weird i never tried this but seems like you may may have tried this before speaking duck saying animal crackers are much better with canned
1: spray cheese i'm not doubting that oh i'm just saying I am doesn't, doubting doesn't that. that take animal crackers see that's the thing are they are they cookies or crackers we, Rob loves it. Okay, but are they cookies or crackers? They're cookies. That's what I thought. They're taking them the cracker route. If you're putting cheese on them, they're that's going savory. Yes. They're going savory, and it says cracker. Okay, could I be eating them wrong? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's the reason I don't like them enough. I'm thinking of them as cookies.
3: Okay. We you see to. what
1: I'm saying? We need to talk to Patrick. We got to get on this. We have to do take taking the savory route. They yes. may move up. Wow. And maybe I'm thinking of veggie straws wrong. Maybe they're actually to like polish your car or something, and I'd go, "They're awesome." Then polish. they're not to actually consume. No, because they're, they're, there's they're, no way to consume them and make them better. Yes,
3: the there is. You just put them okay. in your mouth.
1: If you were to if you were to eat veggie straws with like a beautiful, juicy, like ten ounce fillet cooked medium rare. Mm-hmm with a side of potatoes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like that. If you were to eat them with those and then you take the veggie straws and throw them away and not actually eat them, they're tremendous. They're awesome. Then they go way up the list, <clears throat> but consuming them, not so much. Hey, get tweets in with the hashtag. What You I, see, I don't like them. Okay. I get it. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson show at real Chris Cruz. Also, uh, earth is, um, out there right now, uh, looking for affiliates and they're asking you, to get an affiliate ID and share their information. And I've become privy to some information about their future. I've been told some of their future plans, just on the kind of little mm-hmm. bits. I don't know. The, it's not like I was in the corporate board meeting where they're like, all right, here's what we do. Then we march into Seattle. No, it's not like that. But um, I've been given kind of a wink and a nod about some of the things that they want to do in the future. And dude, the potential for this company is is brighter than Kirk Jones's future.
7: <laughs> That's good to know.
1: It's pretty bright too. It is boom, baby. They are on. If they can pull off even a small fraction of what they're planning, and it looks like they can, think about what it'll be like to get in on this level of affiliate. Right where you get other people working under you and sharing and whatever. And it's five years down the road where their sales quadruple. They go up ten times. They launch some other. Well, I'm not going to say what else they're doing. Anyway. That's going to be huge for you. So sign up today. It's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. We've told you about the product. You've probably heard us tell you about signing up for it and how the affiliate program works where it, nothing is required of you other than sharing your unique link. And anytime anybody orders from you, they get a discount off of the regular price. And you also get 40% weekly commission. It's all out there, blaze.teamearthwater.com. This is still ground floor opportunity, but sign up today, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. So
3: we post the poll. Is why is Ron DeSantis DeSantis being criticized for saying monkey this up? If you read the comments, doc, a lot of people are going saying, "It is a racist <clears throat> comment."
1: From our audience? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Guys, I gotta. You have to. Um, I, I, I'd have to ask clear. how it's asked. Okay, here's why. <sighs> I'm trying to find an example here, and this is difficult to come up with the right example, but if I say something, oh, uh, what was the thing? Oh, do you remember the girl in Cleveland who said the term jigaboo? yes the report, the anchor yes, yes she referred to lady gaga music as Jigabu, Jig-a-bu music. music yes god bless wayne dawson her her co-anchor <laughs> wayne's been in cleveland a long time i've met him wayne's a nice guy yeah he is and when she said it and he knows she's young and he was like okay we're going there <laughs> look on his you face open that door and, we'll walk right through and it he knows like okay she knows she shouldn't <laughs> say that it's, god bless him it's a difficult situation but She didn't know it's a racist term. Okay. So she's ignorant. So is the term racist? If you know the term, you know, it's, it's only been used to refer in a racist way to certain people, right? I mean, that really is. It's not like, uh, try the new, uh, you know, uh, flavor popcorn. It's just some random gibberish they put together. It's not, it is exclusively racist, but she didn't know. So the term is, I guess, racist. Yes. Mm -hmm. But was she being a racist? Mm. She was being ignorant. Yes. She didn't know. No. So monkey this up. Does monkey this up, monkey around? Does it have a history in racism? I don't know what the history is, but I'll just go ahead and say, yeah, so fine, I'll give you that. But if he doesn't know, was he being a racist? Mm -hmm. Is Ron. I think we're getting into an area of. None of this matters. It's not a priority. We're struggling over something that doesn't matter. If you're somebody that says, yes, I don't like the phrase because it has a history of racism. I know it, whatever. Maybe stop and say, was Ron doing that? No. They were also a little triggered because he called the mayor of Tallahassee, Gillum, uh, articulate. Articulate articulate. Isn't that a compliment? It is. Except back in the day, the oh, stereotype, come on. I'm not kidding. The oh, stereotype God. was that black people all spoke in that stereotypical um, ghetto, ebonics dialect when that, of course, is not true. Some do, some don't. Some white people do, some don't. But what you would say is, oh, that one's acting kind of white enough. Look, he's, uh, he's dressed well, he's well-groomed, he's articulate, he's clean, he's It was like that, so like Obama, which was something that both Joe Biden and Harry Reid had said at time. Both of them promised Democrat, prominent Democrats, and it was a pass was given to them when people pointed this out. Harry Reid said some version of that, and Joe Biden said some version of that. And then when they called him on it, both I mean Joe was like, "Oh, well, I you know my track record, (laughs) I would never." Why? Because that's something that was. Part of them for many years gone by. They were being more racist about that than this guy is now. Why? Because when they came up with that, when they came up hearing people say that, they knew what it meant. Right? Mm -hmm. It was still a part of them and it became natural and whatever, but it was a racist time when you said, oh, he's okay. He's not one of those type of black people. (laughs) So, what about that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, you got a tweet saying uh, <laughs> twice banned saying dog is an insider trader of earth water.
1: Insider trader. I would be willing to be. I mean, I don't want to get caught, but if there's a way to make money on it. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a blurb of a Cleveland Browns player got nailed for insider trading. What are you trading? I don't know. And I don't see it. But some of you probably know, especially those of you in Cleveland to follow. But I saw the blurb and I was going to click on it. And then I was like, it's the NFL. And
3: hold on, and but how it. you so, like, are you throwing games? I was like, hey, I'm not gonna,
1: like, I'm, I'm assuming throw- the way it was written inside of trading probably didn't have to do with football. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong.
3: Uh, Jared's saying the only reason for veggie struts is so healthy people can feel good about eating chips. Love you
1: guys, or non healthy people. When your wife or husband's bitching at you for eating whatever and you're like, no, no, these are veggie straws. It's not chips. I'm not sitting around eating Doritos all day. I'm eating veggie straws.
3: Or like the people that go to McDonald's, i have a Big Mac with an extra Big Mac, extra large fries. Hey,
1: Diet Diet Coke. Coke. Mm. Although that helps. Maybe something else there. Maybe less calories Uh, or you know what? You skip McDonald's, just go straight to home. By the way, if you're eating veggie straws like that as kind of a cover mm-hmm. that you're eating healthier and mm-hmm. someone calls you on it, you've got to become indignant. Oh, You yeah. can't casually yeah. mention it. You've got to go over the top to sell it. What? You're saying I'm eating wrong? You're always coming at me like this? I've made changes in my life. It's not like I'm sitting around here eating a big damn bear. Look at this. Veggie straws. you got to go like that. You can't just say, no, they're veggie straws. It doesn't work that <laughs>
3: way. Scarf and heard has a good theory, uh, an interesting theory, not a good theory. Uh, it says, Doc, liberals will use anything to monkey up any opponent's chances of winning.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. They really will. And uh, they will uh, use anything to, um, to monkey up our all getting along, mm-hmm. including using racism and really unfounded claims of racism.
3: Uh, Dorf Clone saying, apparently you guys have never had heard Shirley Temple sing Animal Crackers in my soup. They are crackers, not Son cookies. Of a
1: biscuit eater, you're right. Did animal Crackers in my soup. That is a song. Animal Crackers in my soup.
3: Oh my gosh, yeah. it is a song. Now yeah. that you say it like that,
1: I remember that. Why was she putting cookies in her soup? Monkeys and Lions, loop-de-loop. <laughs> wow.
3: So do you supposed to put them in soup? So now we have another one. So uh, spray on cheese, and now I
1: have to put them in soup. Maybe we found the perfect food here. What? It's, it can be anything. Animal crackers
3: mm-hmm.
1: are a transitional food. They're transitioning. to they, No, you know what it is? They're fluid. It's a gender fluid food.
3: It's a gender fluid?
1: Yes. Okay. It's not even transitioning because... They can be anything at any time. You mm. thought they were cookies. You're eating thought, them as cookies. Yes. In your mind, you're going to be little cookies here. Yes. You had somebody else in there putting Rob, them in their soup. Yeah, You had to put them cheese whiz on them. Yeah. So see what I'm saying? They're, they're gender fluid. They're mm. food fluid. Mm. Maybe help us out with that, with the hashtag what I learned today. All right, I got to get to the bottom of something. I've got to get to the bottom of something that uh, I heard a little blurb a couple of days ago, and this is going to be my first opportunity to get to it. Uh, I'll do it after the break, but first let me remind you about the great deals going on right now at Patriot Mobile. Mm. You sign up today at patriotmobile.com slash doc, patriotmobile.com slash doc. Make sure to sign up today. We were suggesting that if it's it's one of those things you know you need to do, you know it's going to be good for you, but you don't really have the time or energy. You're like, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll just do it tomorrow. I don't want to take... It's only like five, 10 minutes or so, but I just don't want to, I got other things. It's not a priority, even though I know it's going to be good. How about this? Set an alarm today. So when you're driving, when you're in the car, you could just go ahead and call Patriot mobile at 800 a Patriot, call them up while you're driving. Most commutes are going to be double or triple the amount of time it takes to actually deal with them. Call them up and get it done. But you're probably not going to remember, oh, I was supposed to do that. What time are you going to be in the car today? Do you leave work at 3, 4, 6, whatever it is? Set an alarm so a couple minutes later you're in your car. And the number is 800-A, the letter A, Patriot. Call up today and get it. Uh, take part in the great deal they have going on. You got to remember they got the iPhones and some Androids for, I think, 4 bucks a month while supplies last. They also have a deal where if you mention uh, DOC, the promo code DOC, they're going to waive the activation fee. They'll also pay back, uh, pay off, give you certain money to pay off your old bills so you can get out from underneath those old contracts. And they got talk and text plans starting for just 20 bucks a month. Amazing deals. 800 patriot. You know this is something you need to do because they're out there fighting for conservative causes. But I get there's a lot of things going on in your life. It's difficult to remember. Set an alarm to do it. And once you do this, it's going to be like a weight is lifted. You're going to see that bill coming in. It's going to be cheaper. You're going to save money. And you're going to know every time you pay your bill, it's not like, I got to pay the bill. You're like, I got to pay the bill. But all that money's working towards these causes. And I'm not working for progressive causes now. 800 A Patriot or 1-800 or or go to patriotmobile.com slash doc.
0: The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. Cultural appropriation. Yes, please. This is the Morning Blaze.
1: All right, I got to get to the bottom of something that I casually overheard late last week when last Kirk Jones graced us with his presence. Kirk Jones apparently has a bachelor party coming up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. And you were were asking Chris advice. Are you the best man?
7: No, I'm not the best man, but I'm part of the groomsman the
1: posse yes <laughs> you're in the wedding i'm in the wedding <laughs> how yes. far down the line are you
7: uh, um the wedding is october 25th. No, no no how no far no the are, line? you're not
1: the best man are you the next guy in line oh i'm probably like
7: third in line out
1: of what okay
7: out of i think 7 you're in pretty good shape four. 3 or 4 3
1: yeah, or 4 yeah 7 that's i know yeah <laughs> we'll get to that in a okay, second okay thank you cuz you know if you're second in line you know you're should up. right should the should the uh, best man be unable to fulfill his duties? If so he up, goes down. Then you get up, right. Then you get up. You're pretty far down the line there. You're in good shape there. Right. So you guys are trying to plan this? Yeah, well, it's planned. <coughs> um, it's data
7: set and everything like that. It just... You were wondering about gifts or right, something. Right. What's the protocol for being a groomsman? I get the, the best man is kind of... Com- and you say you're number what? Number four? I'm like three or four probably.
3: Okay. Uh, I think his responsibility is the, the,
1: the cocaine.
7: Oh, well,
3: hey, hey I'm on that. that is third is cocaine. That was the is cocaine. And
1: what is four? Fourth is transportation. Oh, Ooh. okay. Yeah. Well, there we're you flying, go, transportation. So. Yeah, so. Oh, you're flying? Where yeah, are you going? We're going to Nashville. Okay, so wait a minute. Yeah. Back up. So There's many things to get to. Okay, God. what is, you're concerned with etiquette of what? Yeah, so I don't know. Just remember, I'm... pinky out the whole time.
7: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> Very fancy, right? <clears throat> so I'm wondering, do I get him a gift as a groomsman? Like, is there a... You give him a gift. Of course you give him a gift. But what does the gift need to can be? Expensive. That's all you need yes. to know. No, no, no. I'm already paying for enough. Mm. I got the flight. I got the suit. Oh the my truck. gosh, how selfish. That is very selfish. <laughs> you this know what? incredibly... <laughs> He he should be honored that I'm even
1: going. He's like that Bridezilla chick. (laughs) (laughs) See, look at this. He gets a little bit of power. His career's looking good. And he gets all arrogant. (laughs) That's the reason we need socialism, right there, because of Kirk Jones, the one percenters there. The white privilege and the one percenters. (laughs) Kirk Jones is in the career one percent now.
3: Wow! Yeah, no. you, you. Okay, so you
1: say you covered the, the the. Yeah, fight. no. So you are other people worried about getting them a gift?
7: No, but I just don't. I'm. This is my first bachelor party. This is my first, you know, being in a wedding. I've been to a wedding, obviously, but I've never been. Like a big part of one.
1: Nah, see, you know, you don't have to get him a gift or whatever. Usually you just make sure that uh, during the, you know, the night out, although you're doing a whole weekend, you guys just, yeah, you take care of, you buy the drinks and stuff like that. You buy him a lap dance. I mean, you just take care of other expenses throughout the evening, you know, stuff like that. And the lap dance. I didn't. And the cocaine. Right. Right. (laughs) And you do that. Uh, But, uh, you know, uh, usually the best man, I'm sorry, the groom will get the um, bridal party, the groomsman a gift, you know, for being in the wedding, something Mm -hmm. like that. So you'll get uh, the little flask, right? Maybe it's engraved, stuff. something like that that you'll never use, you know, something like that. Is that what you got? No, uh, <laughs> not, I'm trying to think what we got him. I, I feel like I should. Maybe I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you no, the we No, flask. I, we got him something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we got him their tuxes. Oh, that yeah. is really nice. He, he got me shoes. Like he paid for the shoes. Then. Yeah, I think that's what we did. I'm pretty sure it was something like that. Hey, Kirk.
3: The yeah. shoes come free. No,
1: they, they don't. Because he wanted yes.
7: specific shoes. No, no they, they come. Got, they, they got, no, they, they come, got buddy. He got no, they stories. don't. I saw it. My sit- he gave me a promo code to use. That's. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah, but that's they, only like 10% off for him. No. Buddy, they come with a suit. No, they don't, because we're going different. We're going through do two different places. He's getting a suit somewhere, and he's going to get the shoes somewhere else. Trust me, you got a deal. Trust yeah. us. No the, the shoes came with it. No. The
1: shoes came. With no, it. no, they didn't, Kirk. He he no, really did well yes. by you. you. Did good. No, I think that's all. <laughs> right in the trap, huh? Yeah. It, normally, ninety percent of the time, people get stuff you're not going to use ever again. Yeah. But we did, so it was. It, if you're going to rent a tuxedo, Just you really should look at buying one. The the cost of buying one, if you shop around, maybe only double. Triple, most of renting. So what is renting one? $69, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. it's like 100 100 yeah. whatever. You can probably get a tuxedo on special Sweet. for, if you get a deal, $170, $200, maybe. Two, if, if you use it one other time, it's paid You're for it. Paid for so it, yeah. And then you know you have that in there, so it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. to But uh All right, so why Nashville? Uh, well, it was between New Orleans and Nashville. This was the... Hold
7: on. <clears throat> you want to take that? Go New ahead. Orleans and Nashville, and you took
3: Nashville. Well,
7: here's the deal. I My vote was for New Orleans.
1: Okay. Oh, okay it, was, it was down okay, to a vote. Yeah.
7: Okay. I was going to say, what? well, it just seems better because it's closer and it's New Orleans. I mean, that's the Vegas of the South. And I've been before, and it was a great time. Nope.
1: And, nope. Hmm. Yeah. Nope. All right. So um, Vegas is the. S- nope. Is this standard now to do destination bachelor parties and bachelor I, parties? I guess.
3: Remember Cal? Cal would like to do three of them. And what oh, was that's in Seattle, right. That's right. New York, and I don't know. And Vegas. I think it was the other one.
1: So I think that's a thing. It is. You can't party and like around the region. That's what I'm saying. There's no strip clubs where you're living right now. And by the, right, and by the way, this is just a bachelor party. Yeah. It's not like you guys are uh, not going to party it up the days leading to the wedding. Thank
7: you. For right? sure. When is the wedding? October 25th. When is this thing? Uh, last weekend in September. So like 24th, so like a month ahead of time.
1: Wow. Just a close friend? Uh, no,
7: this is actually my sister's fiance. <coughs> huh. So my sister's getting married. So your sister's getting married. Oh, it's married. your sister. He's my sister's. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll be know, my brother. Standing up for your sister. He'll be I mean, my brother-in-law. Why didn't you set up on your sister's side? Because I'm her bridesmaid.
1: You know what they do that now? It's yes, the they do. Thing. They really? The, yeah, yeah that's what I'm so saying. The, I was the last wedding I was at uh, was my nephew's.
7: Oh yeah, you, uh, yeah.
1: And they had like. Uh, First of all, they had an uneven 15? number. They did. I mean, I, I'm just saying it's just nothing. Is, yeah. There's no rules anymore. Yeah. But she had, I want to say, like eight or ten girls on her side. And he had like six or eight on his side. <laughs> it's got to be even. I was like, well, no. Couple, the last two dudes got two chicks. On oh, either arm God. They oh, <laughs> but I'm just like, what is that? And then most people completely miss what the reason you want these people there and your duties. It's just the whole thing is just bizarre now. It's supposed to be about... First of all the marriage. Yes. And then second of all about the ceremony. Yes. And the reception was just, hey, we're gonna provide some refreshments yes. and stuff afterwards, and you partied up a bit. And now it's like I gotta have this big fancy whatever for and you spend thirty thousand yeah. dollars on a four hour event. Unbelievable. Too much. It's just it's That's we have really much. lost our perspective yeah. on all this stuff. All right. A bunch of things going on in the world. We'll get to those coming up next for the morning plays.
0: Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts.
0: Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with
1: Doc Thompson. Yeah, righty there. I get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Also, RidUZone is waiting for you to pick up some uh, Zone today yeah. and start uh, on the path to losing weight. Dude. His buddy's got uh, the wedding coming up, his sister. You got to drop those pounds, man. It's
3: unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I was off region for like two months mm-hmm. and then I started again. It's unbelievable how it works. It's it's you, yeah. There's no words and bottom line. It works. Oh, uh, uh, Bailey texted me yesterday. She's like, Hey, I'm back on the region. Can you please explain to me? How do I take it? Very easy. 30 minutes before you eat. I do it. As soon as I'm about to cook, I take it. I cook. It's been like least 45 minutes. Then I eat. Then sadly I
1: push my food away you know, because I'm full. It's on the bottle, you know.
3: I know, but some people don't want to read.
1: I got gotcha. you. She's looking for some some advice? Yes. Some reduce zone advice. Yes. And
3: then she was asking, "Have you lost pounds or inches?" <clears throat> so far I've be, I've been losing inches, not pounds. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah. Um so you're really a reduce zone consultant now? Oh. Are if they that's paying a job? You, you, yeah. I'm in. All the your phone rings all day. You're like, oh, oh, hey, Chris. Um, you know, and you just give them advice yeah. or whatever. Now, bottom line, this stuff works, and um a lot of people struggle. We all struggle. Oh. I struggle. I told you a friend of mine the other day, he goes, Wow, this stuff really works. It does. And I was like, yeah, you know what I really like about it? When they first came to us about this, and I was like, mm, I don't know.
5: Weight loss. Well, there's all kinds of
1: weird scams there out is. there. And then I don't like to really endorse the drug type stuff. No. There's nothing wrong with it. Drugs work. I mean, for certain things. You got cancer, you got whatever. Yeah they work. I don't know enough about them. Um, it's not like, uh, you know, every, I'm going to have every disease. So if they say, can you endorse this product? I, I don't know if it's going to work on the stuff. I'll take people's word for it, but Ridge's isn't a drug. It's something natural that's already found in your body and environment and certain diets and certain foods. It's just concentrated amounts. So it's really kind of a new tech and a new approach to weight loss. Just look for them today at riduzone.com, R-I-D-U zone.com, riduzone.com. When they came to us, I was like, yeah, sure. I think we could do this. Uh, The name. Is there any possibility of you changing the name? They're like, well, we've already branded it. And I was like, I don't love the name. (laughs) I think I may overstep my bounds at times with that. (laughs) <laughs> I remember someone around here was like, Are you allowed to say that? Was like We don't like the name. We like the product. Right. We just don't like the name. I understand. There's not a lot of websites that are left out that you're coming up with stuff. I get it, read you, you're reading get you it, of whatever and that's fine. Zone. Read you zone. All right. Okay. It's not as good as, you know, some other things, but read you zone. The product and, works great. And it's not a magic pill, so don't take it as a magic pill. You still have I to, to do I give the product things. a ten out of ten. The name, eh, five out of ten.
3: Really? You go that high? Four and a half. There we go. Four and a half out of ten. I like it.
1: Hey, um, each year Cato ranks uh, the freedom in the fifty states. I love this report. Cato is a rock solid organization that does a lot of good, and I love the the freedom in the fifty states because you know where are you going to retire and where are you going to get that next job and how's your state match up? Uh, You know how you doing? It tells you, based on a bunch of variables, state, local government, taxation, debt, eminent domain laws, licensing, drug policy, all these different things, how free your state is. And they're out with this year's report. Joining us now, Will Ruger, how are you, sir?
5: Doing great. Hey, thanks for having me. No,
1: thanks for joining us. Okay, so give us the background. I mentioned some of the things, taxation and stuff like this. How do you guys put all that together? Is it like kind of uh, like a spreadsheet type thing?
5: Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's kind of state of the art social science. We look at variables, uh, about two hundred and thirty of them, and we code them from statutes and other sources, uh, and it's everything from like you said, you know, taxation to debt, eminent domain to occupational licensing, alcohol policy to gambling policy. To are they are they all choice. weighted
1: the same? Like taxation and licensing? Is it still like, hey, you're you're really good at this, or you're bad at this? It's not like you give more credit to one of these or more weight no, to no
5: we. we we actually do weight them uh, in an objective fashion as opposed to, you know, like us just saying, hey, taxation should be worth this or just having them equal because clearly something like raw milk sales is not equal to taxation. Oh, okay. Uh, so Good what point. we do is we look at the cost of the policies to the people who would enjoy them. Uh, and so something like, you know, taxation has such broad cost to everyone that that's rated more highly than say raw milk sales, which is a very few Americans who, who do that. But to them, it's important, and so it's a fraction of the of the study.
1: Real quick, do you know why he said raw milk sales? Do you know what he's talking about? Yes, I'm the, the raw milk. The, the, the thing dilemma. where at times this is crazy. Look up raw milk. This is one of the fascinating little side notes. For Will um, over the years where people uh, states local communities have barred raw milk sales because it may be dangerous. It's not as processed. It's not, you know, could have bacteria, all this stuff. Even though people drank raw milk for years, some people see health benefits. But regardless, it should be your choice. But a few years ago, there was a story about the federal government raiding a farm. They had snipers on the roof. They were (laughs) repelling off the barn. Will, this stuff's out there this happens.
5: I know. Uh, God forbid that people should be able to uh, do with their bodies as they see fit, right?
1: Right. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, the guy down the street, he's smoking a doobie going, hey Marge, look what they're doing over at the Thompson farm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Government's not But you're right. Do what you want as long as you're not screwing with anybody else. All right, let's get to the list. Uh, give me the, uh, the least freest states. Let's start at the bottom.
5: Well, drum roll, please. It's not a shock, but it's New York. What it's a shock, yeah. Least free what? by far. But I mean, the interesting thing is just how far it is from other states. So if you look at New York compared to Hawaii, which is number 49, it's so much worse in New York. Uh, after Hawaii, it's California, then New Jersey, and Vermont. Uh, so that's kind of the. You know, the, the bad boy list right there.
1: Okay, now think about this. So you've got New York. That's no surprise to anybody, right? You said it's, uh, it's one of the most progressive states. We know that. There's going to be less freedom. But the next one up, Hawaii. We, we, if you think hmm. retirement free, do yeah. what you want, you know, walking the beach, blowing in the wind, and the dress, and the surf, That you think of Hawaii as being free. It is not. It's a pretty um, authoritarian state.
5: Yeah, I mean, they have high taxes and spending, lots of land use restrictions, occupational licensing is high, civil asset forfeiture is abused. I mean, gun control, it's really hard to get a concealed carry permit if you need it. So uh, it is not the land of the free relative to the other American states. All
1: right, let's go to the top 10, the freest states out there. And number one, I got to tell you, it shocked me. I expected them to be on the plus side, but not number one. Who's number one?
5: Number one is Florida, which was uh, a a, a really interesting thing, given that in the past, it's been states like New Hampshire and North Dakota, but Florida emerged as number one this year. And it's one of the big states, uh, a very important state politically, uh, and uh, it's number one. And so its it's legislature has done a really great job over the last 15 to 25 years to kind of keep the – you know, keep caps on uh, on spending, which is a big part of it, but also land use restrictions. I mean, they have not stifled the housing market by having too many regulations.
1: That's that's incredible. That's that's good news if it's somebody's uh, considered moving to Florida, uh, New Hampshire. Number two is interesting. New Hampshire's always done pretty well. I mean, their state motto is "Live Free," um, and they certainly live up to it. But has the um, what was the um, the is it the Free State Project? Has that influenced that?
5: Uh, the Free State Project uh, is a, a pretty interesting uh, group. Actually, the, Jason Sorens, who's my co-author on this study, was actually the founder of the Free State
1: Project. Oh, wow, that's cool.
5: Yeah, uh, it, he was a Yale graduate student and uh, just kind of said, hey, uh, what do we do given that it's hard to get freedom at the at the federal level? Uh, you know, this was back in the 2000s, and he said, well, what if we did something like this, and he kind of penned it out on a piece of paper and uh look what's happening now. Uh, thousands of people have moved there, uh, to try to kind of realize that and to get involved, to promote freedom.
1: Uh, number three, uh, coming at number three is Indiana. That's interesting. I wouldn't have put Indiana. A lot of those, uh, Midwestern states right through there have become, you know, pretty authoritarian over the years.
5: Well, I- Indiana is really the kind of Midwest miracle in a way, because you have this, you know, Rust Belt phenomenon, uh, you know, from you know New York and Pennsylvania and the East Coast all the way into the Midwest. And what Indiana has done is to really successfully roll back regulations, mm-hmm. uh, but it also does well on personal freedom and fiscal policy. It's really one of those states that does well across the board, uh, and that's been a key to its success. And what's remarkable is you look at a state like Illinois right next door. It's got a great city like Chicago as a magnet, um, uh, and yet – Illinois policies are driving businesses and people to flee over 10% of in Illinois 2000 population has on net left the state, meaning some people have come in and and that has been swamped by over 10% leaving. uh, Whereas Indiana has, you know, about flat. Uh, And that's because of the fact that, that, that people are voting with their feet for freedom. Um, You see that between New Hampshire and Vermont, California and Nevada, Uh, And then also New York to Florida, uh, where you see not just older people uh, go down to Florida, but younger people as well, because New York is just crushing them under the weight of of kind of paternalism. I mean, New York's 50 on fiscal, 50 on regulatory policy, and it's even 40 on uh, personal freedom. So people are voting with their feet. They're driving out 14 percent of New Yorkers have left. Uh, So, yeah, you might look at New York City and say, hey, it looks pretty vibrant, but the rest of the state is really suffering.
1: So uh, the next two, Colorado and Nevada, those are uh, not that much of a surprise. Colorado has been pretty free, I mean, obviously, with uh, you know, leading the country on the marijuana le- le- uh, legalization or decriminalization. And Nevada, of course, uh, fewer regulations and uh, no state income tax.
5: Yeah, again, uh, there, there, there are some of these... Uh you know, what you might call purple states that have done pretty well, uh, uh, you know, on a number of different margins. And I think that's what shows you the kind of success of the freedom model, if you will, right? Just allowing people to live their lives, dispose of their life, property, and liberties as they see fit, as long as they're not, uh, you know, as long as they're respecting the equal rights of others. And and if they do that across that board, they're going to do well. What well, you don't want is a situation, you know, where you're doing poorly or where you're really just, you know, the Singapore of America. You know, you're doing well with economic freedom, but, man, they restrict everything else.
2: Uh, what about
1: North Dakota? Are they up 12 points this year? They're coming in at number six. Were they much lower last year?
5: Uh, I think they were. And, uh, you know, North Dakota is an, is an interesting case because it, uh, you know, it's a relatively northern cold uh Place with the—I uh, mean, it's not—it's not California in terms of the weather, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it has—it it has to really, I think, compete with other states based on that margin. You know, if it had the same kind of restrictions as New York on on things like fracking, or if it had the same kind of paternalism in other areas, um, you know, h- how would it compete for those citizens uh, like a place that has you know a major draw, major jobs like the financial markets of New York or Hollywood Silicon Valley of, out in California? The trouble is is that places like California almost, uh, you know, they they can do a lot before they start pushing people out um, because it is paradise, uh, at least in the climate sense. Uh,
1: After North Dakota, you have Tennessee, South Dakota, Arizona and Kansas rounding out the top 10. Uh, I'm looking for any other uh, shocking Michigan coming in at number 14 seems relatively high, given, um, you know, Michigan was a pretty big government state for, for a long time, but they're up quite a bit.
5: Yeah, I mean, they, they don't do fantastic on any margin. They're not in the top 10 on any of these things, but they have improved. Um, and, and that's been something that, that has helped with their economy is to, is to really kind of keep, keep that tax burden relatively low, um, to basically uh, not have a lot of zoning restrictions. Uh, they've, had, they've passed right to work, which has been important for them. Oh, you're right. It's very that's, surprising yeah. in a lot of ways, given it's a you know, pretty big union state. Um, you know, but there's been some sensible changes. Now, again, there's other bad things. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, educational freedom is pretty low there. Uh, they have a pretty high incarceration rate relative to their crime rate. Um, you know, the minimum wage is high. Uh, but again, it's done fairly well uh, in those areas I talked about. Yeah,
1: that's that's pretty good. Good for them that they're making. Anything else surprise you on the list, Chris? Yeah, uh,
3: I, well, I, I'm kind of curious here because Texas is number 50 when it comes to personal freedom and looking from your chart the last four years texas has not been good with personal freedom Yeah,
1: overall texas comes in at 21 but you're saying personal freedoms it comes they're, in last they're coming at last why is that
5: well i mean it, it, it's sad because I, I used to live in texas i, I taught down at texas state university uh, for almost a decade and it's a great state and and people there talk about freedom it's part of the kind of you know daily life especially up in the hill country where i was um uh, but the fact is, is that it's one of those states I talked about, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit closer to the Singapore model than to the rest, which is really does pretty well on, on economic freedom. Um, but its personal freedom scores are quite bad. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that their criminal justice system has been a mess for a long time. Uh... And so even compared to their their crime rates, their incarceration rates have been through the roof. Um, now, the good, there is a silver lining here, some good news, which is that there's been a big effort by uh, places like the Texas Public Policy Foundation uh, and the group uh, called Right on Crime, which is conservatives who say, hey, this situation is not good for freedom. We need to get a handle on this. And so they've been promoting the notion that, yeah, we've got to be smart on this. It doesn't mean being soft on crime, but we have to be smarter because we have too many people in prisons that are, you know, lead, you know it's unproductive for them and their families, we have it's really expensive for the taxpayer and it's not helping those people in their lives. And so, you know, what they want to do is make sure that the people, as, as I, you know, a friend of mine worked there, said we want to we want to make sure that the people we're afraid of are the people who go to prison, uh, not the people that we're just mad at. In other words, making sure we focus our criminal justice system on the people who are committing violent crimes as opposed to, um say, consensual crimes or cases where you're giving excessive sentences for things. You know, well, that is, that, is,
1: that is really smart. You're right about that. Unfortunately, over the years, and it's been going on for a long time, if you talk about criminal justice reform or call out any problem in the courts, uh, in, in, in the prisons themselves, you're seen as soft on crime. I mean, I'm pretty serious about making sure people are held accountable. But we've got a problem in prison where the state says we are going to take your personal freedoms because you're going to be a ward of the state. We're going to put you in jail for something you did. And then they don't protect you, that there's prison violence, and then the disparity in sentencing between one drug and another. None of that makes any sense.
5: Yeah, in a place like Texas for example, I mean, the cannabis laws, the marijuana laws are pretty harsh. A, a single offense not involving minors can carry a life sentence. Now, very few people get that, but it gives prosecutors a lot of ability um, you know, to kind of push Uh-oh. in the in the tough on crime, not the smart on crime. And so really need to get a handle on things like prosecutorial abuse, uh discretion, uh, but again, there's all kinds of other things that Texas isn't doing very well on when it comes to uh, uh, personal freedom as well. So it's not just that. I mean, heck, open carry was only legalized in 2015, if you can believe that. I used to tell my buddies right. that Vermont had better gun laws than Texas.
1: Think about that. And people have this idea that Texas is so free when it comes to gun laws, and they're not one of the freest. So, uh, Will, this is an awesome list. Thanks again for putting this together, and thanks again for sharing with us. We'll go ahead and post it on social media.
5: Great, thanks. Thank thanks, you for ben, thanks, Brad. Thanks
1: so much, Will Ruger uh, from Cato, with Freedom in the Fifty States, the report. Um, this is one of one of my favorite things oh, all year. I love that report. I love the analytics of it. First oh, of all, yeah. It, uh, this may be one of the nerdy things for oh, me. Yeah. Uh, I love going through the analytics. I love going comparing state by state. Part of this, though, for me, is that laboratory of the states. Mm-hmm. This is the thing I mean when I say um, states' rights. It's not, let's keep Darkie down. It has nothing to do with race. Mm -hmm. I know the history of it. It's about you saying, you know what? I want to live in New York where it's more authoritarian and there's less freedom. That's fine. Right. Because you think there's a benefit. And maybe it is. Maybe you like those gun laws. Maybe you like paying taxes. Maybe you like all the things that I stand up. And that's wonderful. Good for you. Others may say, I want to live in Indiana, New Hampshire, or Florida where it's the freest because I don't want those things. Great. So maybe your state is low on the list and you say, we want to be freer. So what do you do? You look at uh, one of these other states, Nevada, Colorado, and UK, say, what are they, what doing, are they doing different? Right. Yeah. How can we move up this list? Because mm-hmm. overall, we want it. You may look at the list and say, you know what? Cato's a fail in this because we don't have the same philosophies. Great. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Let's come up with your own. But I love to be able to compare this stuff. And Cato yeah. does a great job. And now
3: this. we know where to move and where not to move.
1: Uh, We'll run down a little bit more of this and we'll post it so you can find out where your state is coming up in just a minute on The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze
0: with Doc Thompson, The Blaze Radio Network. Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
3: <laughs> for now.
1: Wait a minute, I just got that. I just You just got, got that. that? Cal no. made that for you, and you just got that. I don't think I'm paying attention usually. <laughs> okay, freedom in the 50 states. Uh, let me round out some of the others. Um 11 through 20, Missouri, Georgia, Virginia coming in at 13. Down, down three points. Michigan, as we mentioned, comes in at 14. It's up five points. Alaska, 15. Alaska's always been pretty free. Just it's the Mm. wilderness. You've got uh, the oil industry up there, stuff like that. Uh, Montana, 16. Idaho, 17. North Carolina, 18. They're down three. North Carolina's really turning purple and fading away. Oklahoma down six to number 19. Pennsylvania down 3 to 20. Texas, 21. That's unbelievable. I gotta tell you, I don't love Texas. And they're up too, by the way. Yeah, Texas actually moved up. I don't love Texas. I mean, granted, I've spent most of my time around Dallas uh, mm-hmm. area. Uh, I like Fort Worth better than Dallas. But I don't love it. It's okay. It's because it's, it
7: doesn't have an identity? Uh, so we well, had this Dallas adaptation.
1: Dallas seems like it doesn't really have an identity. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's not. Again, it's not bad. It's just... I thought Texas was more of a conservative utopia. Mm, That's yeah. the way it's painted. If yes, you're not, it's
3: painted. yeah it's okay. Yes, it's,
1: yes, the one thing it has going for it is it's like Dallas and Houston. They're gargantuan. They're oh, they're, they're major cities in yeah. America. Yeah. So you have anything you could want. You know, if it were if each of those cities were half the size, I'd be like, nah, this isn't working so much. Uh, Utah comes in at 22. I really like Salt Lake. A little too remote, but I love it. They're down, though. Uh, Yeah, Massachusetts, 23. Massachusetts is only a couple of points behind Texas Hmm. and still in the top 50%. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wisconsin comes in at 24. Ohio, 25. Ohio up eight points, which is shocking. That's good. Yeah, it is. They still have some serious problems. Nebraska uh, is up six to 26. Nebraska is a nice state too mm. Iowa is down six to 27. you'd think of Iowa as being a little more conservative Midwest right Iowa yeah but and therefore more free but Des Moines kills it really they got a lot of progressives remember Iowa was one of the first states to recognize gay saying. marriage yeah, yeah. Yep. and and yep. the first six or eight states whatever that had gay marriage, gay marriage. before it went to the Supreme mm-hmm. Court was all based on uh referendums. Oh, it wasn't based on the legislature. The
3: legislature, yeah.
1: <clears throat> uh, Iowa's one of them. Alabama comes in at twenty-eight, up one. South Carolina comes in twenty-nine. So sad. South Carolina's down two. That's a shame because South Carolina was one of my go-to. Uh, me too. If I if I didn't want to be in Florida, I wanted to be in the South South East. North it's warm. Carolina, I could do that, and it's still big enough. You got the I ninety-five mm-hmm. corridor. Louisiana down four to thirty. Arkansas up four to thirty-one. You'd think Arkansas should be higher on the yes. list.
3: Yes, at least beating Iowa.
1: Yeah, Arkansas has got some uh, some pretty high taxes and some more onerous people running it now. Uh, Kentucky down uh, up eight to thirty-two. Connecticut thirty-three. West Virginia thirty-four up five. Hmm. Illinois comes in at thirty-five. State of Washington comes in thirty-six. Minnesota, Wyoming, and Maine thirty-seven through thirty-nine. Mississippi forty. Thank God, Mississippi's like at least we're not at the bottom on the list. <laughs> I love you, Mississippi, but they come in so last with so many lists, you know? Come on. Um, New Mexico, 41. That should be so free. It's like the fifth biggest state area-wise. It's gargantuan. There's not a lot of big cities in it. Mm -hmm. You got all this open space, the land of enchantment. Rhode Island, forty-two; Delaware, forty-three; and Oregon, forty-four; Maryland, uh, forty-five. And we already told you the yeah. bottom one set. So we'll go ahead and uh, tweet this out so you can take a look at it yourself. Uh, this uh, I've considered moving to Florida in the next few years. This yeah. this might be the indicator yeah. now. What do you think? I'm in. We ready Let's to go? go? We oh, open up yeah. the storefront there. Oh yeah. All right, turn the oh, yeah. car around.
0: The Morning Plays with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Plays Sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc
5: Thompson.
1: Right, We've got a lot of uh, tweets to get to. We'll get to those coming up. Please share your thoughts uh, via Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. And please follow us if you would. And, you know, you see people out and about. Maybe tell them we're here. You know what? Let, let them follow you. You don't want them to follow you? Eh, just,
3: I've hit a cap. So uh, let them just follow you.
1: You're I, good where you are? I'm good where I am. This is the highest you this wanted to be. This is the highest I wanted That's right. That's the so sweet spot um, for you. I,
3: I hit the sweet spot.
1: Perf- the you're, old, you're at the perfect level. I am the perfect. I'm going to unfollow
3: other, you. But then I'm screwed. I'm a
1: twelve. I know. Twelve thousand three hundred. Yeah, it'll crazy. give somebody else an opportunity. For what? To follow you. If you're right at the magic number, I unfollow you. It makes room for somebody else. I'll give no, up my No, spot.
3: but I'm happy I'll where I am right now.
1: I know, no. but that'll you'll Do you to
3: make me unhappy on purpose.
1: <clears throat> no, because someone else will follow you and you'll be at the sweet spot, but I'll, I'll just get out of line and give someone else. Listen, if someone else wants a slice of the pie, I'm going to have to give up a little piece of my pie. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So that's, uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's how I look at it. Somebody of mine said that one day, he's like whatever plateau he hit, like 10,000 or 20,000. Yeah. He goes, I'm at 10,000. I said, I'm going to follow you. <laughs> It's such a douche, man. You're such, such a douche. It's like,
3: yes, I made it.
1: Yes. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. There's a couple of stories about bullying right now in the news. And, you know, we cover so many stories off air that we go through because we're constantly reading all these news sources. A lot of them we don't get to. Uh, a lot of them it's not, you know, anything we're talking about. It's just more so we know what's going on. And I saw two stories of bullying. One kid was nine. One kid was six. Nothing to do with each other other than they were both bullied. Young. Young and bullied in school. And I I read the the headlines and something didn't sit well with me with either one of them. Now, one of them is a story that we even posted at The Blaze about a six-year-old boy who stood up for his friends. Now, you you heard that story, yes, right? Yes, I
3: did hear that story, yes. He stood up to his friend. Uh, he stood up for his friend because kids were bullying him, and boom, he got beat up, got a couple surgeries, broken arm.
1: Yeah, this was posted. Uh, the Blaze carried a story about it on Monday as well, so you can go back through and see it from Monday. Maybe we retweet it. Yeah. Uh, six-year-old stands up to bullies in defense of his friends, ends up in the hospital for his troubles. It's a nice story. Yes. When, when, you, when you think about a kid standing up for his friends, and, and being injured for it. Um, you know, there is uh, no love so great as yeah. a man lay down his life for a friend. Obviously, mm-hmm. he didn't lay down his life, but it's, it's in a similar vein. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed for somebody else, and that's what a hero is. <clears throat> a hero sacrifices themselves or is willing to. You know, you don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you're willing to for somebody else. Somebody else is good. That's a hero. And when you see the pictures, look at him. His face all scraped up and whatever. And it's a nice story. But I didn't mention it even though it's a nice story because, Chris, I'm a skeptical person. And something about the story just seemed odd. I want to believe. Hmm. I want to be the hopeless romantic that believes this is, is legit. But nothing about the story made you think, is this real?
3: I guess I'm not there yet.
1: <clears throat> Let me tell you a couple of the details. I just want to casually mention this, and then we'll get to the other one. But it mentions um, that his friends were being bullied and he stepped in. Um, his mom said it's been awful because he's been injured so much. But the incident um, during this, a five-year-old was um, kind of the center focus of this he was uh, being bullied and then the six-year-old stepped in and they described what happened to him. <clears throat> he ended up with multiple bruises, lacerations, a broken arm that required surgery because other kids attacked him. Mm-hmm. He's six. Yes. So theoretically, there's going to be other six-year-olds. I guess. Okay, maybe they're a couple years older, seven, eight. If these were 18, um, 16-year-olds, that would have been reported in the story. Yeah. 16 year old beats up six year old. That would have been like the focus of oh, it. Oh, yeah. So if they were 13, it probably would have been reported. So they got to be closer to his age range, wouldn't you assume? <clears throat> Those other kids beat him up this badly hmm. to the point that mom said that he had a laceration to his eye. Mm-hmm. They even rubbed sawdust in his eye. They pulled rocks and sawdust and debris out because they rubbed him in his eyes. Hmm. There's something else going on here. I'm not saying the mom's lying or the kid didn't have this happen. I mean, the kid is hurting right now. Yes. He even has a GoFundMe page. Yeah, they could use the help. Oh, yeah. I think at the time, uh, he was, let me see how much it is. They were asking for just $5,500 to cover expenses. So. Hmm. 5,500 is what they're asking for there. It's at almost 46,000.
3: Yeah. And they stopped taking donations.
1: Yeah. So that's awesome. But you mean to tell me we've got other six, seven, eight year olds, several of them, not just one, several of them in Olympia, Washington that are willing to beat another child this badly that they rubbed stuff in his eyes, broke his arm. I mean, this kid is, he's damaged. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. Does, does that seem extreme? It is and extreme. If it, if it did happen that way, uh, we've got a problem with the youths. Yes. We've gotta go talk to the youths. You've got six-year-olds that are willing to do this. We have seen cases. Um, there's a famous case out of uh, England 20 years ago where two kids in Liverpool Let's say they were eight-ish, something Mm -hmm. like that, lured a baby behind a shopping center, like a toddler, Mm -hmm. and killed him. Oh, wow. So kids do these things at times. It happens. This just doesn't seem common. They beat him with sticks and rocks.
3: Yeah, and according to this, the police said uh, this was started by a five-year-old.
1: The five year old started it? I thought he was the one who the kid was defending.
3: No, so they identify a five year old kid who believed that started all this and and started
1: hitting him and beating yeah, him.
3: Yeah. A five year old.
1: Okay, there's another issue. If this is a hundred percent true, this is what happened, the five year old beat him, and I'm willing to, I'm not being a jerk here. I'm willing then we need to we need more details on the five year old and everybody else. Mm-hmm. What is happening to them? And is this standard, or are they just the exception in this? Some There's more to this story. I don't know what it is, but there's more to so, it. So far,
3: social services is involved, but due to the age of everyone involved, so five they and six,
1: be
3: uh, the case will not result in criminal referral. So they will not go for a criminal case. Right. Because it's a five-year-old and a six-year-old.
1: There's basically. still something else here. So I want to know. What's what, your theory? What are, Can are, I know your theory? No, I'm I'm uh either what is being reported is not 100% accurate. Okay. And I I don't want to go down that road because the kid is yes. still hurt. Yes. He's hurt and I hope he gets better. Of course. It's a, a terrible thing. So I'm willing to say maybe it's more of what what is surrounding these other kids. If you're a, and again, it's several of them, it's not just one. Mm-hmm. What is going on in their homes? Where they have lost that compassion mm. for a, another kid. Yeah, kids push each other down or whatever. But I got to tell you, if I got in a fight like that and somebody starts bleeding, okay, it's over.
3: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> I mean, once they're injured, I'm not going to keep beating them with rocks and stuff. And then you're rubbing sawdust and glass and, and debris in their eyes. Who t- does that? Yeah, I mean, you. what is going on in their homes? What's their home life like? They've got to be taught some of this. Somehow mm-hmm. they were desensitized. So there's something else to it. Uh, The other story is a nine-year-old, and Chris is really really triggered by this one. Yes. A nine-year-old who was bullied, bullied. allegedly bullied to the point that he committed suicide. Yes. And he was bullied because he announced to the class at the age of nine that he is gay.
3: Ah, I know a kid is dead, but... What does a nine-year-old know about, one, committing suicide, two, is he really gay? Because the whole incident came out where the kid, um, and it's sad.
1: This is Denver,
3: Colorado. Yes. The kid just started fourth grade last week, Doc Thompson. Before he started fourth grade, he went to his mother and said, mom, I think I'm gay.
1: Yeah, the quote is, and this is what the mom said, uh, and he looked so scared when he told me, he was like, mom, I'm gay. And I thought he was playing, so I looked back because I was driving, and he was curled up so scared, and said, "And I said, I still love you. Uh, according to the article, um, he said he wanted to tell his classmates when he went back to school yes. because his mom said he, quote, was proud of himself.
3: Yes. And then another quote was where he says, Mom, I know you buy me boy clothes, <laughs> but can you buy me girl clothes?
1: Okay, that's not gay. That's transgender. Thank you. Uh, He said, and this is another quote, and he goes, can I be honest with you? And I was like, sure. And he's like, I know you buy me boy stuff because I'm a boy, but I'd rather dress like a girl. So... Then he goes to school, gets bullied. He's so upset. Yeah. um, He ended up uh, killing himself.
3: Yes. It's sad, but... (sighs) I don't. Uh, this story it, it frustrates me because if a nine year old is committing suicide because he was bullied because he was gay, what in the world are we doing with our young people?
1: Okay, this is much like the other story. There just seems I need to, more. I need more. uh, questions answered I need more answers and I have just a litany of questions they didn't report how he died no Um, without sounding like a ghoul I'm going to need to know that to really figure out what's going on because
3: if this nine-year-old knows how to kill himself please tell me because I have a seven-year-old that I need to sit down and talk So so do we now have to have a suicide talk Do now do we have to have a a gay talk? Right on top of the sex talk, on top of driving while black, on top of doing you know the the illegal talk, the racist talk. So what? How many
1: talks do I? How legit? Right? How legit is all this stuff and how common and whatever? I mean, I appreciate the mom for saying I still love you, and that's nice. This almost smacks though, like it's like it's a narrative coming. For pro gay, pro LGBT, and, and, and I don't
3: want to sound insensitive, and that's the first thing I thought when I started reading the quotes from the mom. The mom, the
1: w- right? Because the mom did everything right. Yes. Right. Exactly. And, I, and I'm not attacking the mom. I'm not no, saying she no, didn't. No. I'm no. saying it reads how the left would want this. Yes. That it's like this. Um, he says, uh, "I'm gay, mom. Uh, I'm gay." And uh, he looked so scared when he was telling me. And I looked back because I was driving and he was all curled up so scared. And I said, I still love you. I mean, that's like an after school special when I was a kid. You know, this is this is the heartfelt movie where the uh, previously homophobic dad has the moment and understands the son and says, I love you. That that's what this is. Maybe it actually happened that way. But little red flag. Seems, that was my first. Yes. Seems like it was written by you know LGBT groups. Yes. Okay, fine. And then he goes to school wanting to just proudly disclaim, "I'm gay." And mom doesn't say, "Hey." How was it? Maybe you don't do that first of all. And if you're willing to do this, before you do it, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And you are going to be ostracized and you're going to lose friends. Sad, but it's true. It will probably happen. And even if you don't lose them because they're all secret homophobes or overt homophobes, they are going to label you that way and the jokes are going to be there. Even if they don't mean to be jerks, they're just, hey, you're the gay one, whatever. So you've got to fully, and at nine, you probably can't you know, fully understand it. Why don't you wait a year? Now, if you're hell-bent on doing this, son, it's going to be awful you're not going to be able to, sw- you know, level with them as best you can. Doesn't say she did that. <clears throat> no. Then he comes home and does mom say, what's going on? What happened? What happened with the big day where you at nine announced to your class you're gay? Isn't this supposed to be like recognized <laughs> and
3: celebrated that you just came out of the quote, unquote closet?
1: I'd probably be calling the kid at lunch. Everything OK? Text,
3: hey, everything's good. That will be if I'm going to let my kid do this. As soon as he comes up, okay, what happened? What
1: did Bobby, Susie, and Mark say? It was four days after he started and made this announcement that he was pronounced dead.
3: And and that's the thing. How did he do it? Did he just want to say, hey, Mrs. Smith, I have an announcement to make. Was it like that or
1: was he, hey? Right. Now, it's possible. It played out exactly this way. Yes. In which case, you know, then I'm an idiot. I'm just, it just, some red flags have popped up. It's possible that the mom did ask him. And for four days, everything was great. He announced he was gay. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, as a parent, this is going to be my focus for quite a while. Not the, oh my gosh, I've got a gay child. No. You know, you'll deal with that your own ways. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to sit, you know, one of the things my father did really well, and he had some failures. I mean, look at me. Yeah. But one of the things he did. Re- Seriously. You don't have to agree with that. Al. Sorry. <clears throat> Let's say no. My father was, was a really smart guy. And he would always talk to us. Whether he agreed, disagreed. He would always talk to us at whatever age and give us examples. Um, there were parables. A lot of Bible stories. A lot of things that says, now hold on there a second. You got to understand everything. If I made a declaration to him about something I believed, if I challenged him, if I had an opinion on a news story, wrong or right, even if he agreed with me, he challenged me on it and he'd sit down and say, you've got to understand everything that comes with this. And I could see in this situation, well, my dad did think I was gay for eight hours. Yeah, he did. I was like 19 at the time. That's different. But if I'd gone to him, at nine. He would He would have absolutely took it serious. He wouldn't have been, you know, mean. And he would have said, what do you, why do you think you're gay? And okay. And you're going to announce this. Do you know what's coming with this? Do you understand what's good? He would lay out the entire thing, even if 98% of what he was saying, he knew I would not be able to absorb. It was not going to stay with me or whatever. As a parent, you still do your due diligence. You put the information out there. And know a couple of things. They are absorbing some of it. You are helping at least a little bit. You pray that it's a little bit more. But here's the amazing thing. The way our brains work, we're sponges in the early part of our life. Especially like zero through six. You know, I mean, you just absorb everything around you. Every sight, sound, smell is absorbed. And it's true even after, but even more so when you're a little bit younger. So as a parent, if you're teaching... And you're telling them concepts and ideas that they're not even fully processing, right? You know a lot of it they're not getting. That's planted somewhere in their head. And years later, they hit a situation they may not know, understand, or how to deal with it. That is going to be recalled somehow. It's going to pull. How many times in your life as an adult have you gone, oh! and you have that little epiphany? Some of that or little synapses linking up and firing from something that you absorbed From a teachable moment when you were six. So, is that what she did here? Both of these stories, I've got questions and I have to call a Bravo Sierra until I know more. We may never know more. I feel bad for the kids either way. Yeah. Horrible situation. All right, uh, get your tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today. Minostalgia Wild Rice is waiting for you at blazewildrice.com. blazewildrice.com. I think next week when Chef Patrick's in, I'm going to have him do something with the rice. He's uh, made rice for us a couple times before. And uh, we've done some cool stuff. But I'm going to challenge them to see what, uh, what cool stuff. I know one thing we want to do is have them work with vinegar. Yes. And the mother. Apple
3: cider vinegar, yes. Right.
1: But I wanted to make something. We'll do a little video of mm-hmm. it. We just had a couple of other people share with us some recipes and ideas and how much mm-hmm. they love Minostalgia mm-hmm. Wild Rice. It starts with this wild rice that is so awesome. This is a staple of diets. If, you, if you're um, somebody you see, um, ancient grains are popular now. Mm-hmm. The quinoa. I never knew what quinoa was, <laughs> right? I found out a couple years ago. It's it's one of those trendy things chefs are cooking with quinoa now. And quinoa is great. Their wild rice is more like one of the ancient grains in quinoa because I've told you it's more of a seed. It's a different, you know, part of the plant. And therefore, it's healthier for you. Most rice is not all that healthy. It is a it's carbs, it's calories, and it will sustain life. You need those things too. But the nice thing about the wild rice is it's also protein. You don't get a lot of protein in other rices. This is almost a complete protein. Plus, you got those trace minerals and and vitamins in it. It's such a fantastic food. More in line with one of those ancient grains. And they have done just about everything you can do with their wild rice at Minostalgia. From uh, making it into flour so you can make uh, all kinds of stuff. You can make desserts out of it. They've made it into the waffles. They've made it into soup mixes. All kinds of stuff. It works fantastic and it's uber healthy for you. Tastes great. Just go to blazewildrice.com and try it. Plus, while you're there, splurge. Look around. Check out the whipped honeys, which is Chris's favorite. I think my favorite is probably the pepper jams. Mm. Love it, love it, love it. They got the beer jelly and the uh, the, uh, wine jams and that. All fantastic stuff at blazewildrice.com. Now, you can try a sampler pack for 10% off if you use the promo code TRY10. It's blazewildrice.com with the promo code TRY10.
0: (laughs) It's not sugarcoated, it's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 888-900-3393. Hi,
1: tweets with the hashtag what I learned today.
3: All right, Jack Jedi saying, child gang names, cribs and blankets.
1: Cribs. <laughs> it's like cribs and bloods. Cribs is that's uh, pretty funny. <laughs> uh,
3: Stinky is saying, how did the kid learn about sexuality? The parents, TV, school class lessons? <clears throat>
1: This is, this is really difficult. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that's the reason I want to know about the other kid, yeah. too. You yeah. know, what do you know? And the kids that beat him, the other kid. What do you learn? There's something more to this. It could be innocent. Yeah. Usually it's not. Now, as far as sexuality goes... I'm going to give this kid and the mom a lot of credit and benefit of the doubt when I say I have heard the same story over and over again, which gives some credence that anybody that's transgender that claims to be transgender, they all say the same thing. This was not something that at at 14 they realized Mm -hmm, or at, mm at nine they realized from their earliest memories. They say it the same way. I always just felt like a boy. The girl will say, or the little boy says, I, Caitlin Jenner, Mm -hmm. Caitlin Bruce Jenner just said, Mm -hmm. um, I just always knew I was a female. I always knew I was a girl. Mm -hmm. So there's gotta be something to that. This kid said he wanted girl clothes. Yes. So maybe it was more of a transgender and maybe he misunderstood. Maybe he said gay, right? Maybe he was Maybe he felt transgender yes. and said gay and whatever. Yes,
3: because everybody says gay. <coughs> gay is the
1: term for everything. It, ha- it has been a blanket yes. term, meaning anything where you feel different, different from that is not cisgender, that is not cis. It's so difficult. <laughs> where you're not a boy who likes chicks or a girl who likes dudes, right? Anything that's not there, you say, oh, it's so gay.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rock and Robin saying, I know Chris wants to believe these stories, but. Doc has a point. How many of these so-called stories have proven to be half truth or full dishonesty? There's
1: usually something else out there. I just don't want to. These could be there. I'm just saying, and we may not know. I just wanted to throw it out there because a lot of times there's something else to it. You know, where is the teachable moment or where was the teachable moment with nine? Did she talk to him at all about what it was going to be like at school? number one number two did you talk to him at all i cannot accept that you are backing your child's claim of transgender at the age of nine six four even gay Hmm. i get that they may and gay community transgender community that is not an insult no i fully accept that you were born that way okay I think some people just, you know, they're a little open to it, and they're like, it's a lot of fun, you know, and that's fine.
3: <clears throat> okay.
1: Um, and that, that's cool. But I fully accept. You say you've had these thoughts and feelings. It's a kid. great. I'm not challenging that at all. And obviously, you should not be bullied. I'm saying that a lot changes in your life between 6 and 16. Hmm. You go through so many changes when you go through puberty. Ideas and thoughts just... I mean, there's some people that have a really tough time. You're just flooded with all these new emotions and stuff, and it's more difficult. I'm just saying, before you back your child being transgender, maybe you get at least two puberty through puberty, right? Oh,
3: talk, talk it out. you right. You all about talking
1: and 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 bringing up the subjects. Let's talk this out. And absolutely. And by the way. Well, I don't think you're likely to change people away from being gay. Okay. You can give them gay therapy. Okay. I don't think that's likely. I do question, not saying it's possible, but I question whether or not trans is not just something off in your brain. You're saying your brain and body are out of whack, it must be your body's fault. There it's the problem. Just saying, maybe we should explore.
4: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
0: The Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson
1: i get the tweets and hashtag what i learned today and uh, we uh, have announced uh, just this week the return of tac pack tac pack is back now this is a pretty solid company that offers up tactical packages it's tac as in tactical p uh, pack as in packages it's a monthly subscription box for gun people And each month you get a curated package that contains items like AR-15 gear, tactical gear, EDC gear. Um, Every box contains useful and professional grade gear from top name brands like 511 Tactical, um, Nine Line, Strike Industries, all of these. It's a really cool product, really cool service. But they had a couple of issues one month and we got ticked at them. Now, it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't 98% of it. It was like two or three people tweeted that, hey, they're, they're... product was delayed getting some to them. issues. Right. And they took care of them right away, but I don't want to see one of them. I don't mm-hmm. want to see one complaint with stuff no. like this. Now if you if you order and you're like, uh eh, eh, it wasn't right for me or whatever, that's different. Yes. You know, but if they're not, you know, um, keeping up their end of the bargain by making sure to get you the stuff timely, I said, I can't have this guys. So mm-hmm. we told them, Yeah, we uh, we gotta back off to you guys are making sure they're like, no, no, we got this, we got this straight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where we are right now. Yes. So they made that promise. If you're not getting it timely, then you let us know. Yes. Now, if you don't just don't like the gear, then that's something different. That's That's on you. (laughs) That's like, I went to that steak restaurant. I didn't like like the steak. That's
3: on you. Um, But here's, I got some couple of news announcements, Doc Thompson. (laughs) Next month's pack has a big value in big brands like Hexmeg. Black Rifle Coffee.
1: Oh, awesome! Black Rifle Coffee does a nice the job.
3: ultimate item that will go with every armor's
1: workbench. A hot chick? I don't think they can do that, can they? Well, I don't want to put words yeah. in their mouth. Forty nine ninety five a month. You can cancel at any time. So you want to try them? Uh, maybe you tried it before, you want to try them again. $49.95, you sign up, cancel the next month if you mm-hmm. don't like it. If you go to the website tackpack.com, you'll see all the details. Yes. Uh, every pack is going to be over 100 hundred, hundred $150 value. Uh, so you're always getting a deal there. But they have some other great services up, like a grab bag uh, that you can get. Mm-hmm. And if they have any of these left over every month, because somebody cancels, Just ask them. Just ask them and they'll, they'll let you buy to them for you. the same price. Again, Which is stupid. TACPAC.com. Yeah, Chris and I would make you sign up. <laughs> we sign uh, up. A lot you, more. If you missed this, sorry, that'll be $250. Sorry, it's good. Well, there's an extra 10% restocking fee. <laughs> restocking fee is oh, the biggest scam out there. Rest- what does that mean? What does that mean? Re- so you had to pay Steve to go to put it back, it back in there? A, I can You're put it back. Him. I'll take it back. I'll take it right, take back, it right back, back. back. Are you going to give me a cup <laughs> with a 10%? I'll take 5% from the 10%. No, no. We had to order another one. How did you have to order another one? I just brought it back. Yes. What is restocking? Oh, that's... You had to send one back. Best buys the worst at this. Oh, they always do that all the time. Best buys the worst. Restocking. Shut up. All right. But we'll charge you that. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Anyways, try it today. TacPack.com. Real quick before we uh, move on, I got to share just a little clip of the joy that is Alex Jones today. Because now normally... We'll talk about Alex now and then, but I really leave Alex to Pat. Yes, that is a Pat thing. It, because Pat just does such a good job he's ripping on great Alex. At it. He's that's that's in his wheelhouse. That's his whipping boy. Can I say that? Is that racist? No, no they're, they're both, both white. white. You're, okay, good go. it. You're good to go. You're good to go. No, here's the thing about that. This is uh, Pat's like uh, he's he's the slugger. Yes, and Alex Jones is the fastball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And this is me saying, yeah, you know, I bat fifth in the lineup. I do okay. Do, it's yeah. cool with it when it comes to Alex Jones, yeah. but but Pat's the guy. He's yes. in the four hole for yes. this. So yes. Alex Jones, a couple of days ago, the story comes out. It kind of goes viral of a, a screenshot of yes. this crazy ass conspiracy theorist that is yes. Alex Jones on his phone and you could see over his shoulder the camera caught that he's looking up tranny porn yes porn of people who are transitioning
3: for all you want to do is extra research look for T-Babe Marixa
1: right T-Babe Marixa that's fine but they're just like for somebody who is transphobic transphobic and gayphobic and homophobic this looks pretty odd why are you looking at this stuff yes so it goes out there a caller to the program questions him on it and he really doesn't know how to handle no, this. No, he does not. He does a poor job. Here's the video and audio. Um,
5: and also, um, what about the trans porn on your phone, Alex? Are you ever going to talk about that? Say that again. Trans porn on your phone.
2: That's all they keep talking about. <laughs> You know, I saw a couple of news articles about that. It's ridiculous. I was like looking up some reporter we're trying to hire today, and punched in some number, and it popped up porn on my phone. Everybody's had porn pop up on their phones nope. hundreds of times. Hold it, hold so it, hold it. Yeah, we got that,
1: that in a second. Nope. Everyone's had porn. Right. You know what, Chris? I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and say I have had porn pop up on my phone. Oh, you have. When I searched for it. Oh, so you didn't just <laughs>
3: open up Safari and just oh, like he said, porn. like he said, no, he said you tap up random numbers. I'm I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go I will say honest
4: uh,
1: I have done no porn. searches on my computer not intending to get porn and had porn. Oh, yeah. I have, honestly. Yes, if yes. I'm doing like images and you type in some key and you're like, okay, whoa, that's not the one I was yeah. looking for. Yes. That's fine. I have had that yes. happen. I've never had that happen on my no, phone. No, when you pass,
2: no, that's, no,
1: no. And and nothing as specific as that's... that type of porn anyways. But okay. So he goes, everyone's had that happen. Grr. Nope. Nope. Call him foul. Here we go.
2: Porn on my phone. Everybody's had porn pop up on their phones hundreds of times. So I'm sitting with a phone on air. Showing it to everybody because I couldn't get a URL up in the studio, and then like something pops up, I'm like, oh my god! And, it, and I looked at it. it wasn't the news blurred out because there was nothing there? They blurred it to then say something. Was there? Hold it, mean, The p- news. You mean so, the people who so reported, reported it? People that
3: reported put uh, uh, pixelated that porn site. And yet, I looked at the raw footage without the pixelated. Yes, buddy. There was something, there was there. something in there. There was some thigh. And whoa, Mr.
1: Johnson is oh, there. Oh, hello. And another honey, more thigh. Ho. Yes. Okay. So there was porn in there, buddy. The news blurted out there was nothing there. They blurted out nothing. <laughs> I don't
2: think it works that way, yeah. but okay, a little Here bit more. News blurted out because there was nothing there. They blurted it to then say something was there. Then you went to it was some porn menu. I probably had porn menus pop up 500 times on my phone. So I appreciate your call. I mean,
3: stop searching for porn.
2: It's insane, ladies and gentlemen. There's two types of people. People two. that look at porn and right. people that lie about it. Right. But I wasn't looking at porn uh, Hold it. On whoa, my phone. Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Hold <laughs> it one second there. Uh, two people that look at porn. Those who look at it and those who lie about it. I don't, don't look, look at porn. it. So I don't look don't at know. it at all.
3: So you're the liar? Because <laughs> you said there's only two people. Do you not get that? There's only He said there's only two people. Two people. The people that actually look, look at, at it. And it, the people that lie about it. People lie about it. it. But I don't look at it. So you're lying about it. No, I don't look at it. No, no, no. no. You only said there's two people. Yeah, there's two types. Those yeah. that look at it, and those that lie about it. Yeah. I don't look at it. So you're the liar. One. No, no, I don't lie. Yes, he's not making sense there, Alex Jones.
2: <laughs> okay, you're not making sense. More. Oh, no, you're a little bit porn more and than People that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn on my phone. I don't take phones on air that I look at porn on. Uh, and so I saw all that. I didn't respond to it. I mean, if I respond to half the attacks on me, it'll be ridiculous. Right. But I'll say this. The Amazon ads, the go. Viagra ads, the weird non-plastic bag ads are taking my iPhone over. iPhones didn't used to be that bad like Androids. There it is, Doc. What? Amazon, Viagra,
3: and plastic bag ads will make your phone go to porn status.
1: I don't even know what he means by that. I mean, I've been, I've had win a prize wheel come up when I'm in certain sites. Oh,
3: yeah. I hate that. And by the way, do you see how I love, he, I love how he closes his segment with the Star Wars music in the background. Really?
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that's the joy that is Alex Jones this morning. But remember, yeah. two types of people. Yeah.
2: Those who likes Alex Jones yes. and those
1: who don't. Yes. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Spirit is to dream
0: and to do. We are building America.
1: Brad Weinstein joining us now from Petals and Stems, a florist in the uh, Dallas uh, Fort Worth Metroplex area. Uh, Chris invited him. Today's National Grief Awareness Day.
3: Yes, today's National Grief Awareness Day, and I thought that was the best, you know, just buy some flowers and lift up mm-hmm. your spirits.
1: That's a great, great thing. Yes. Uh, how you doing, Brad? Nice I'm to meet you. I'm doing well, thank you, thank you. Uh, so it's National Grief Awareness Day. Um, do you guys also provide uh, flowers for weddings? We do, huh, we do. Interesting, interesting. Just throwing that out there right now, Chris. Just gonna call you out. This one was really obvious. This was a really national Grief Awareness Day. Yes, okay. today
3: August 30 is National Grieving Day. And, and I,
1: I ask you Brad, throughout the year, do you have more people call you for flowers or come in and get flowers for National Grief Awareness Day or for weddings?
6: uh well we do send quite a bit of sympathy arrangements but I, I didn't know about national grief awareness day so oh you have completely invented this chris you are so full of crap okay, so, right. so this is something i could po- po- possibly <laughs> yes. Play off, right? yes, yes yes you could play it yes. and
3: by the way today is actually national grieving day um yes yeah, so you can actually yeah I most of these out
1: days out. are ones that somebody invented that's that's fine or whatever so uh i gotta i'm this is one of the things, if I had uh, unlimited funds, or if I was the multi-millionaire billionaire, I would have bouquets like Me those too. gargantuan ones, yes. you know, the ones that are like the, the size of a table. You go in like certain uh, upscale hotels or something like that, or restaurants. I would have my house filled with those, because yes. I love them so
6: much. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> I that's do. good for I, business. I, yes, that's do you, right. Do you love flowers that much? Is that I how do. you start the business? I do. I do. My father started the business 46 years ago, and he's still... Um, involved in it today but um, it was something that he was looking to do something and it just kind of it just kind of he met someone that taught him the business and um, but yeah no I, I came in in 1997 and, and mm. just started loving it it's it's a people business yeah um, and I, I love working with people and, and flowers play emotions just like you said National Sympathy Day but we get it all the time I mean people are calling in all the time of the mm. reason they're kind of telling us their story mm. why they're sending flowers interesting yeah, I, I, that's
1: one of those ones. For most of the time, you're, it's for somebody grieving it, or a celebration. Mm-hmm. Both of those times are, I want to tell you. I want to tell yes. people, right? Yes. It's like, I'm getting married and they're going to they're gonna share a lot, right? Or I just cheated on you. Yeah, that probably not so much. Oh. But yes. right, right. Yes. They, <laughs> I bet
6: they, no, they, most of they, the time,
1: they're sharing a yes, lot of information. Yes.
6: And um, there's sh- I guess flowers are, like I said, it's an emotional business too. So people are, are calling in and trying to convey that that message. Um, so yes, we, I sometimes say we're the flower therapist and we're a little bit less expensive <laughs> than therapists. And if there's any therapist on air, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, uh, you're probably
1: right about that. Um, yeah, I just, I love flowers like that. So uh, how
3: difficult is it to make something like the one that I have in front of me? Cause what, first of all, what kind of flowers you have on here? And now they're all real
1: Correct. hydrangeas, yes. hydrangeas, roses, you got roses lilies. and uh, little, yeah, I was going to say, Liz, yeah. What? Dude, I'm, I'm, Whoa, I'm okay with the flowers. Okay. What about that one? Can
3: you squish it a I don't know. Those, more obviously, too.
1: the roses are there. Okay. Um, are those da- some form of daisy? I a don't Gerber know those, daisy, yes. Those are daisies. And those look like... Symbidium orchid. Orchid, yeah. I was going to say that. Wow, you I'm, I'm impressed, are, I haven't
6: seen those orchids, that color, though, or that style. I'm not familiar. They they I don't your, know what those are. The answer to your question is we have six floral designers, and mm-hmm. a lot of them have been in the industry some 20 years, some maybe three or four years. But it, it is, it's an art. Um, I think, though, that today floral design has gotten a little bit different where, you know, people will take home flowers and kind of make them themselves. And and it's still, you know, it's somebody's basically work of art. So can flowers be difficult to put together? Yes. Um, If you just want to throw something in a vase and not, you know, not make it as an art forming, then no. I mean, it it is a form of art.
1: Yeah, I could. I I like arranging flowers. I I love
3: like I love flowers so much. I wish I could have them. But the problem is they die so quickly.
6: They do. I mean, four to seven days is the norm in, in putting water, keeping cl- water in there every day um, and in a cool environment. If you have it in a really warm room, that's going to affect the flowers as well.
1: Is that is that powder legit? Oh yeah, is that there's legit? There's nothing to that. That's just that's a scam, I, right? that's You know,
3: what? blink I, if it's legit.
1: <laughs> Give us the.
3: We won't mention it. Again. You know, we
6: we process it in that stuff, but I don't know. I think the ju- I think the jury's out on yeah. that.
1: <laughs> but it does make you feel good. It does. I wanna, it does, Yes. I'll bet
6: everybody uses
1: it. I'll bet of the, course. I'll bet the rate of use for the powder. And I don't oh. know. there's I'll bet it's like 99 percent. Everyone's like, "I gotta put this in and make it laugh And
3: like. it's probably all ashes from all flowers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Exactly, that's what it is. Uh, so, how difficult is it today to run a business like this? Because you're getting flowers from all over the world, right?
6: Correct, correct. Um, yeah, we get flowers throughout the whole world. I mean, we're working with wholesalers, so um, the the getting the flowers here isn't necessarily the 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 biggest the biggest because there's so many different farms out there that carry different things. Now, there are some flowers out there that are harder to get uh, because there's not as many farms out there doing producing that kind of flower so but uh, no I mean we love the business but yeah definitely just like in every industry it has its has its moments and changes and when when the internet came through it it changed and shook up some of the florists. Oh, yeah. Uh, prior to that, when before I got in, when grocery stores started carrying flowers, mm-hmm. um, it hurt the florist. But I, I think, you know, every everybody has to kind of move with the times and change their niches.
1: Yeah. I was say, And you, you do end up carving out a niche, too. You're like, this is what makes us different. Every business yes. does that in every industry. You're like and, and sometimes those disruptions, whether they're huge, like the Internet or smaller, you, uh, the wave, the ripples out. Some people, unfortunately, don't make it. Others find their niche and you're good to go. Um, so what's next? Do you, do you keep
6: running? Do you try to grow? Do you? Uh... Yeah, sure. Definitely the last four or five years had have had some growth years. There are people in the industry um, who's my father's age and there's li- early to late 60s, 70s that are um, getting out of the industry. And so we've purchased some of those flower shops, um, oh. meaning their their numbers mm-hmm. um, and their client list um, that they – didn't have anyone that necessarily a family member that wanted to take it over and and they were just kind of at this point just kind of going I'm I'm done you know I've had a, a great career in yeah this. so there has definitely been some growth and and the other thing is is that people aren't rushing out to open a retail florist because it's a lot of work oh yeah uh, yeah and uh you know and in, in I a lot of shops I talk to throughout the country when I meet, you know, their kid, they're they're older, maybe my dad's age. I was like, none of your kids are going to take it over. No, they saw how much I worked, you know. And yeah. I, I, they're like, no, right. they don't they don't want to work that hard. Yeah. So it, but it's it's very enjoyable. I say that probably one more industry to maybe be in would be the restaurant industry. Hmm. and In terms of hours and being you similar know, being there similar, but I think the restaurants I, I give them credit because they're opened every day oh, and yeah. all those holidays.
1: Well, and and uh, I see a similar level too with flower wholesalers. Mm. You, you know, no one thinks about all of the industry that goes into you being able to do this. Yes. From the growers, well, okay, the growers are around the world and they've got to be communicating with somebody. And there's got to be these levels of, of quote unquote middlemen to get it from there to you. Yes, And bo- uh, that's that's a whole machine. That'd be a fascinating so documentary.
3: You said that when you buy out like a florist type of business, you get their contact list. Yes, sir. What is that contact list entail of like the customers,
6: yeah, the customer, okay. their customer names, their phone numbers, and and so instead of I'm more proactive about it. We would pick because again, this is a very personal business. That if you were doing business with me and I sold, you know, and you called Mary and Mary does oh Mary doesn't you know Mary just sold the business to me. So I picked up the phone and called it a lot of their their long-standing mm-hmm. customers just to explain that mm-hmm. hey everything's that's cool that's good business, business. That's was. good customer and it service. was it was very successful it's yeah. different than just saying oh i'm going to buy their number and wait for the phone to ring because yeah um, i don't i don't know necessarily that it, it would be in in terms of that being that profitable i think it's more making those connections because those people who are using local florist are the the brain the but the bread and butter of our our yeah. business and they're not and they're looking for a relationship with a florist, not just trying to go randomly online and order Yeah, the type of online.
1: business you are, you're absolutely, it's about relationship yes. and it's about the experience. Yes. We've learned that over and over. Um, do you have any, just, just a little curious, do you have any revolving customers that that have standing orders yes. where every- So cool. That is awesome. So cool. I absolutely am that guy. Is
3: that for their home or for like their business, we for the significant a
6: other? A lot of businesses and um, doctor's offices and things oh. like that, um, Then there are a lot of um, men who we have it scheduled once a month that will send flowers to the to the house Um, there are some that order flowers for their home have flowers in their home um, and and that comes kind of comes and goes but um, a lot of birthdays and anniversaries um, another great thing we do that we instituted maybe 10 years ago is we contact you so we say call you hey doc your anniversary is coming up uh, next week, do you want to send flowers to Mary? Yeah, it's take her anniversary. For yeah. I don't want to think about yeah, it. Exactly. You do the thinking for me. <clears throat> exactly. Here's my credit card.
4: It's not that I don't love you. It's no. I'm out
6: there working for yes. you, and
4: sometimes
1: those things. That's the reason I have my uh, the date of my uh, my anniversary date inside. Exactly. The, I had it engraved. <laughs> Isn't that nice? You care so yeah. much. Yeah. Yes. It's, and I and always I have a what is that? Oh yeah,
6: it's January. <laughs> Got it. <enough>. Okay, good to know.
1: Brett, thanks for coming to tell your you. story. How
6: can people find you online? Petals and A and D stems uh, S T ems.com
1: Petalsandstems.com. so if you're in the area and obviously if you know somebody in the area you want to send flowers you can still go through petals course, awesome brad thanks so much Thank quick you. break back with more in a minute
0: you are listening to the smooth sounds of the morning blaze with doc thompson of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Alrighty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. The end of The Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned from Kirk Jones, New Orleans is the Vegas of the South. That's right. You never heard that before? <laughs> shout up. Nope. You know what they say in Vegas? What is in Vegas? We're the New Orleans of the West. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. No, we nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. We learned that animal crackers are taste bud fluid. Okay, I'll give you that. They they may I'll be sweet. They may be savory. They may be sour someday. No, don't They're know. taste bud fluid. We learned that there are two types of people in the world. Those who watch Alex Jones and the sane. That is, that's it.
4: That's it. That's so true. Because if you watch
1: Alex, you're not sane. No, you're not. You're nuts. You are. It's crazy that I'm crazy. But if you're watching for entertainment value, we understand. We also learned that Alex Jones only watches porny tran by accident. I'm <laughs> sorry. Tranny that? porn by accident. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Don't you hate that? Dude, just man up. Say Yes. You, you, know, you know, I like the she-males. Yeah. You know, I like the uh, Asian lady boys. You know, go. Throw that Milano's out there. some old terms in there, buddy. <laughs> I know, right? Milano's I'm is going old school for Old form. terms. Right, exactly. He recognizes it. We also learned that, of course, Alyssa Milano's are better than animal crackers. They have chocolate. Mm. Chris Cruz, what of anything did you learn today? We know that Ron DeSantis is a bad secret racist. Secret. Dog whistle.
3: Yes. And on National Giving Day, make sure you buy flowers.
1: Just to help fun. out Chris's wedding. We all know what's going on. Is oh. that it?
3: And finally, I learned that Amazon plastic bags Viagra we'll hack your phone to make you watch tranny porn they're taking over the phones of people who search for tranny porn only iPhones according
7: to Alex Jones
1: Kirk Jones spin of the dials radio style in Dallas Texas Morning Mercury Studios what if anything did you learn today I
7: learned today that I'm a sucker for a promo code (laughs) and I'm I'm an even bigger sucker if the promo code was just a scam
1: (laughs) Chris Cruz what if anything the listeners learned today Adam Newell
3: saying Doc has a great Alex Jones impression
2: I got it I, I'm going to work on it I've never I've never done it before but I think if I work on it I may be able to do something The gay frogs Jack- I'm, I'm close to this aren't <laughs> you're I?
3: Close, you're close jacko Pokemon say shame on you Doc not taking microaggressions seriously is a microaggression that's
1: right and you telling me that microaggression not being taken seriously is a microaggression is also another microaggression
3: <laughs> Grant saying when it comes to weddings I give the advice that Steve Miller band gave me once oh take money and run
1: oh I was going I'm a joker I'm a smoker I'm a midnight toker that's where I was oh, going oh that's where you're going yeah, yeah. Oh. or big old big old jet airliner could have been either
3: <laughs> Laura D pointed out a big fail for Kirk saying if you're flying somewhere for a bachelor party and it in Vegas failed
1: you're doing it wrong failed well, the thing is failed. I still have money so
3: and speaking of saying dang, I thought today's guest was going to help Chris Cruz out when the, his fiance unavoidably breaks things off after opening that
1: drawer. Oh, that drawer! You have that drawer? Let's just move on. Okay. I did not get to the new numbers on procrastination. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my I call. think we should do those tomorrow. And I think you should do those. What else do we have coming up tomorrow?
3: Tomorrow we're going to talk to the mother that her son was kidnapped and taken to Lebanon.
1: Okay. Wow, I didn't know about that. All right, and also your Friday leftovers tomorrow. Yes. What does Glenn have coming up?
3: Ah, uh, not Glenn. Pat's two and Gray. Last day
1: of all three of them together. What are they wearing today? Uh black girdles. Ooh. Definitely sexy. needed that. Like sexy. I- that cincher. Yes. That's going to be. Paul. Pull! Pull! <laughs> Wherever the morning blaze is today, Chris, Crow, Chris Cruz and Mordecai production. Six separate tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon.
5: Wherever Where are you, you are.
1: are, Anya. Now you go home. I
5: see what you did there.
0: This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson Mordecai's on the Blaze on the couch. Radio Network.